Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. For real this time. We're really doing a show. We're not we're not fucking up at the last second and saying, hey, sorry, just fucking with you. We ain't doing a show. No, we're doing a show. We're doing a show tonight. Here we are. I'm the dude 79. Joining me always, my esteemed herpes free colleague, <laughs> Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone. How you feeling today, buddy? Uh, good, thanks to the cream. The cream is better. Yeah. I, see, I'm telling you, man, once you got the cream, I knew you were going to be just Well, luckily fine. you stocked up. <laughs> I do have lots of it. Lots of lots it. Lots of it. Lots of it. Plenty of it. But no, man, glad to see you here. I'm glad we're back. We were off for, we, 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 did, we had one week off because we couldn't do anything. Correct. And then the next week, we had a little bit of a kind of a minor, like minor scare. Little COVID scare. And we, we decided to say, you know what? Hey, let's err on the side of caution. Let's cancel it last minute. And yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck? And we're like, sorry, sorry. But we're back now. We're back this week. We've got an awesome show. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And we said last week, when we we're going to do a show, we we're going to do a giveaway. We are doing a giveaway, but. And we backed out of the show. But I was like, you know what? We can't do that. We can't do it. We can't get right. them hyped for the giveaway because you're not here for the content. You're obviously just here for the giveaway. And we appreciate you guys for showing up for the giveaway. Right? Eh. That's a good thing, right? I mean, at least you Prime's not here. However. However, um, because we missed last week, we're going to do two giveaways tonight. Two? Two giveaways. Check what? So we're going to do two $20 cards or digital codes for the platform of your choice, Nintendo, Xbox, right. or each, or uh, PlayStation, whichever you want to do. We're going to start the first one right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to go, we're going to shorten it up to 45 minutes. Okay. And then at the 45-minute mark, once we draw a winner, we'll start it up again because uh, we still have to, we'll be talking about WandaVision when the next uh, drawing happens. So- should be able to keep most people here because everyone wants to talk about WandaVision. We got a lot of good shit to talk about. Meyer gift cards, half ass beer review it says Meyer gift cards. That's not a bad. Idea. I would go Kroger. I I'm a I'm a Meyer guy. You would be. I, I am a fucking Meyer You're guy. A fucking low life. But yes, thank you everybody. I see a lot of you. Some of y'all I haven't seen in a while. Great to see you here. Thank you. Hello, hello, and hello. We're to gonna start that you. first giveaway right now. It's starting now, and you have to be here to claim it. So exclamation point enter enter to me. get into it, and if you win, if Not you're me. if you're prime didact, exclamation mm. point claim. Oh, he's clearly sleeping. Oh, he's yeah, he's out tonight. <laughs> There's no way I poisoned him. <laughs> exclamation point. Oh, or did I poison you? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is in this, dude? Cuddles is happening. <laughs> wow, I almost blacked out. My face got really red there because I got super excited. You look like Holy a tomato shit. on the Seriously, man, my shit almost just exp- almost did like uh, scanners. <sighs> you know what? I'm bad. Uh, tone. Yes. What are we drinking tonight? Tonight, first of all, we want to say thank you to our friend Zadder Jay McKenzie out there, longtime friend of mine, old roommate as well. Um, he donated to us the black-hearted Black India Pale Ale from the Ooh. one and only Bell's. Out of Comstock, Michigan, hot. One of the best micro brews and well known here in the state. So it's very hopsy, as per usual on a um, IPA. Yes, very um, hopsy. We, but as always, we appreciate this. We will always drink beer that is gifted to us on the show. Uh, so yeah, thank absolutely. You for that, Unless sir, it's Steve. still reserved, then I'm just going to hand it back to you. And be like, get out of here. Also, so I'll drink it off camera. We'll do it off stream. If anybody wants to give us some Mad Dog 2020, I will also drink that. No. No, stop it! Night train. You didn't even know about night train. I know, and I'm. I feel like I kind of want to forget it. You probably kind of want to forget it. tequila. 
tequila makes literally makes my clothes fall off. If I no, we should do no, is we one episode we no. should just drink tequila, just do shots. No, absolutely not. I'm long. staying the night then. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, that couch pulls out and we can snuggle. I don't and watch, uh, We can watch the Notebook. I don't. It'd be pretty dope. I don't. Tequila. Yeah, that's that's Dungeons is right. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty good. I think it is. It is. Um, um, oh, the second one. Sorry. Yeah, yes. So we got the other to- one. This is the one I'm really hyped about because of Half Ass Beer Review. Um. Yes. Half Ass Beer Review out there was talking about this Austin Brothers amazing cranberry pomegranate sour. Um. It's a Goza. It's. I'm really excited. I haven't tried it yet either. Um. This will be the second beer here shortly. We're gonna try. We're probably you're gonna see us light up with this probably because we've been looking forward to this. But mm-hmm. as always, Half Ass Beer Review is guiding our hands into the beers we want to drink. So yeah, we appreciate that as well too. Definitely. So, We're gonna talk about Half Ass Beer Review in just a moment. Yes, but first should, of yes. all, Tom, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, before we had our last show, uh, we found out that um we had an announcement to make. Yes. And I know you want to talk about that for just a moment. I do. Um, we actually recently joined a uh new stream team here with uh twitch uh banter and babble did the entertainment geekly the e-geekly uh ran by miss ultimate canon um she is a friend i met on mixer through actually another stream team got to know her over the last couple years really amazing human uh huge nerd uh everybody here in this pantheon are big nerds and geeks about a lot of different things um this team doesn't just focus on Twitch, focuses on Facebook gaming, Trovo, Trovo, yep, YouTube, YouTube, everywhere. So um, if you get a chance, you want to hang out with them, you can check them out at the eGeekly on Twitter. Um, like I said, they're new. Give them some love. Uh, come hang out with some of us. You can also join the Discord as well, too. Um, but very excited and very thankful for them. They've I've been talking to us for a little bit of while to be involved, and it actually uh, finally turned out. And We're very excited, very thankful mm-hmm. for the opportunity <laughs> to be involved. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it really is. You know, I've been able to check out a couple of streams. A lot of these guys and girls, they stream at different times. All over the, <laughs> All over yeah, the place. So Miss is from uh, Tasmania, which is in Australia. And a yep. lot of there's a lot of folks that are based out of Australia. But there's people all over the world, a few of us yep. here in the U.S. and Canada as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice because you get a whole kind of a global mix of everybody. Yeah, you, get, and, you get a diverse crowd right. across, uh, across yep, the globe. Yep. And everyone uh, is entertaining and being able to pop into a couple streams. And they're very entertaining. They're very... In- endearing genuinely nice people yeah. and, they're, and they're entertaining and they have a good time and mm-hmm. we're really really happy and proud to be a part of this team and, and excited to see how it grows yep very mm-hmm. very excited so thank you to that and it's uh very exciting to be able to you know i mean we've been on twitch now for just well almost a year we're coming up on a year um to be involved in a uh, group of folks that uh like-minded kind of content so yeah it was it was really it was really kind of cool um when you when you when you brought it up to me i was like man i didn't you know I, i've been so focused on trying to grow the show and, and you know production shit that's where my, yeah. my mind is Your at mind like, is always there 90 yeah. percent of the time it's on production 10 percent of the time it's on food and like i'm just always trying to do stuff for the show and, and make it entertaining for folks to watch and you were like dude there's uh you know no this friend of mine you know she has a stream team and she, we were talking you know thinking about joining i was like really and i hadn't even thought about it. i was like yeah stream i didn't even think about this but Really, really excited to be a part of it because, like I said, it's it's a really cool group, uh, cool group of streamers. They're all very entertaining. Mm-hmm. All play different styles of games, and um, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I'm really excited to be a part of this. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So that's our big announcement. Everybody have a good night. I'll see you later. I'm gonna drink. Good night. We're gonna go get drunk and drink tequila. See, I, no, I mentioned tequila, tequila, and I wants to cut the show short and just go get drunk. I and usually tequila. say that's one of the few things I try to stay away from. It's tequila. It's 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 one of those ones that gets me blackout. It's so good though. It's blackout. I'm not saying it's not good. I mean, it's blackout is good because then I can make my move. Give me that Patron though. Mmm. 
Yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Sound like a fucking GoBot, not even a Transformer. That's Transform what my wife says I sound like. Part. Anyways, um, next thing we want to talk about is let's circle back to Half-Ass Beer Review. We've, you know, we've been talking about you know for, for the YouTube channel. Obviously, we like doing banter and babble proper. This is our favorite thing to do. This is our main show. This right. is our, 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 our tentpole uh, feature item at Banter and Babble. But some other things we were talking about we want to do is like kind of like get on these road trips and go check out local establishments, um, whether they're like breweries or restaurants or things that people recommend. And we tried our hand at the first ever Beer Quest video. And it was you and Josh from Half-Assed Beer Review. Yep. And talk a little bit about uh, what you guys did and what the, <clears throat> what the thought process is behind Beer Quest. So uh, clearly for Half-Assed Beer Review, it's very important that he tries different uh, brews. Yes. Because he's got to rate them, mm-hmm. things like that as well, too. Um, but he uh, was kind of talking back and forth with me, and he's like, you know, we could, should kind of collab or do something together. You know, it'd be kind of cool to, like, find some beer or do something, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I was like, instantly, as soon as he's talking about that, because we've kind of, like, whispered about doing stuff and things like that. I'm like, I'm fully sold on that. Originally, just to, like, go get some different beers. Um, because it's hard in the state of Michigan to have beer shipped into the state because of our uh, alcohol guidelines. We can't just right. like say, hey, place in Colorado, send me some craft beer. It doesn't work like that anymore. Um, so you have to go to places and find them and have them properly either shipped in or however it works. And fortunately, there's a place in uh, Lansing, because around here we've tapped a lot of our resources. Like We've got some good spots around here, mm-hmm. but... There's not a huge variety. Like, right. they'll get like one or two from a certain brewery, but they won't get like five, six, seven, eight versions of stuff from different breweries. So he's like, hey, I want to check out this place in Lansing called Horrox, aka Horcrux. <laughs> it's Horrox. It's Horcrux. <laughs> it's if Horcrux. you look for Horcrux, you'll probably find like somewhere on like a, a rest stop with a hole in the wall. Vol- it's Horrox. It's Horcrux. Voldemort. Because <laughs> um, we're on a quest. So we end up at this uh, amazing uh, place. It's a farmer's market. It's fucking awesome. Massive. Awesome. I mean, it's it's kind of one of those places. It's like an old general store farmer's market. There's bulk candy. There's, there is fucking. Cheeses. I mean, cheeses, everything. Like a row of cheeses and like guys rolling sushi. There's pizza slices you grab and eat. Normally during uh, when, when COVID isn't a thing, you can have like beer to drink while you shop mm-hmm. and things like that. And like instantly I walk in, I'm like, well, I'm home. I'm going to stay here. So uh, we made it down there. We had a little road trip. It's about an hour and a half for us to go down that way. Um, we had a good time. I've known Josh for uh, 14 years now. Uh, we had a blast. It was great conversation the entire time. Like it probably wasn't even a minute where there was quiet. We were just talking the entire time, but, um, getting in there and finally finding where the beer was and then just, just rows of craft beer, rows of meads, rows of wines. It was, it was a dream come true, truly. And I probably, I spent about 75 bucks there. I got some, uh, cheese curds and then just bought a ton of like beer. The reason why this was important though besides finding different beers, is that you can pull single beers and not have to buy a four or six pack. And that that's appealing uh, because you can try different stuff. Like somebody yep. uses the untapped app, I want to try different shit, and then kind of like look back and go, okay, next time I'm going to buy a six pack of that. So that was awesome. So we were pulling like, here, rip this off, put it in the cart. Well, then we get to the end, we're almost done buying our <laughs> beer, and there's a sign that says, hey, look for this rack over here if you uh, want single beers. Don't pull them off the main racks. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, You're that guy. A little late. Well, they could have had that fucking sign at the beginning. That's all I'm saying. So, anyways. Kinda common sense, but yeah, whatever. go ahead. No, no, how is that common sense? Just common sense, dude. Whatever. So, after that, 
after our beer adventure, we got our beer. We had a good time. We hung out there for probably about an hour. Uh, we were going to go get some uh, lunch at one of the local breweries, drive all the way there to come to find out they're only doing curbside pickup for food. So we're not eating there. <laughs> so we had to drive backtrack 20 minutes back to the uh, one that was actually closer to Horcrux and uh, uh, eat there. And that was a really good experience. That was at Ellison Brewery Company. And it looks like it was in a fucking muffler man at one time. Um, oh, really? It's off the beaten path in an industrial area. Thank you, guys. Appreciate those oh, subs. Man. We appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Appreciate that very much, guys. Oh, you, guys. you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you so much for that support. Yeah, man. I loved all the shots of the food at Ellison's, man. That was great. Yeah, was so-, so the producer, when he gets all the pictures and video, <laughs> so we we were shopping for a while. We were fucking starving. He didn't. Uh, Josh hadn't ate like all day. I had like a, a fucking breakfast bar at like, you know, 11 in the morning. And he's like, well, this is sweet, but, in, but it would have been nice. He had some videos and pictures more from the food and the brewery. I'm like, oh, yeah, that probably would have helped. So it was our first go at it. It's it's heavy in the front and a little light in the back end of that video. But uh, you can check it on YouTube. Our little beer quest is about four and a half minutes long. But yeah. it was a good time. We we still had a blast. And, you know, it's trial and error. You know, we know right. what we fucked up on this time. Um, we didn't have the adult with us. So, we you know, <laughs> well, it's not all our fault that's either. That's a fucking stretch. Um, so, <laughs> that's a real stretch. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, but, no, there's not no, Prime. No, Go no, fuck no yourself. No giveaway, Prime. No giveaway. Never he's even up. heard of it. Wow, it's like, 916. He's still awake. Wow, okay. Man, oh. Must be, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Might, might be his grandkid on here. His yeah, grandkid's on here. probably his kiddo. Yeah. His granddad should be sleeping, but I uh, know, no, it was, it's, yeah. it's like, I love the concept of beer quest. I love the idea of seriously going to local restaurants and going to local breweries or, or, or like a, a farmer market like that and getting a, a glimpse of everything they have to offer because man, seriously, it, that far, Horrocks is a fucking Horcrux. beautiful. It's an adventure in it's, itself. It's there. awesome. It's really, really good. Yep, yep. And then not being able to see a single thing other than one shot of the Mac and cheese from Ellison's brewery. Um, but yeah, no, th- th- it was a learning experience. It's something that we, you know, I was able to put it together and I thought it was a pretty cool video. It was entertaining and stuff. But yeah, we definitely want to expand that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Kind of get a look at the food that we're talking about. Look at the menu. Yeah. Get a shot of the establishment we're at. Um, still want to keep it probably about five or six minutes, but just enough to kind of give you an idea of maybe something you're missing out on uh, locally or maybe a short drive. But um, I love the idea of the beer quest. I'm really excited. I want to be a part of the next one. I want to hang out with you and Josh. Have a good time. Josh, thank you so much for, uh, for being a part of this, man. And honestly... Josh is a big, big reason we get a lot of the right. drinks that we drink. Right, right, right. So, so that's the bottom line. At the end of the day, um, it w- it was pretty cool. If you guys get to check it out, uh, King or Cap, if you guys get a chance, link the uh, uh beer quest video in here so people can check it out and see what they think. And we, you know, give us feedback. We're always welcome to that. But, um, Half Ass Beer Review does what he does, and he needs to do what he does, and and it actually kind of coincides with what we do. So, right, yeah. it's a natural um way for us to gravitate towards each other. But again, uh, you know. He, you can't beat the sense of humor and the hangout and the conversations we had that day. That was a great time. So, you know, we hope to do more. And his videos are great. Like his, his breakdowns of all these beers that he tries are fucking awesome. Like I said, the it's, re- it's to me. It's because right. of one of his reviews. Right. I was like, just the sound of cranberry pomegranate. I was like, I fucking Thanks, need Cap. that. I need that, you know? Yep. yep. So I, I, I'm really glad that we were able to work with him. And he does great work. You guys, he's, he's very thorough with his reviews. He, he does a great job of explaining what he's tasting. And, you can just tell by his genuine reactions, like I want what that I want mm-hmm. what he's drinking right there. For I sure. want that right now. So it's um it, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad those guys were able to do that. I want to definitely be a part of the next one, and um we'll grow Beer Quest uh over time. Yeah, it'll get better and better. And like I said, if you guys or girls have any recommendations of breweries or restaurants or anything local or not local, maybe Going it's a to short run drive. To a comic book shop. 
comic books, shop. whatever, whatever. Let us know. We'll go check it out. Uh, you know, it, we'll, we'll plan out a trip and we'll go, we'll go get some footage of it and have yeah. a good time with it. It's, yeah. I think, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a really, really cool, like side series yeah. band term battle. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So definitely big shout out to have ass beer review, Josh. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you and uh, look forward to your next review, sir. Tone, let's move on to some gaming stuff. You finally finished. Yes, I did. The worst fucking game of 2020, <sighs> Cyberpunk 2077. I know you're itching to talk about it. You yeah. got some thoughts on Just it. Just some thoughts. Let's, because obviously you guys, let me preface this by saying, guy's a huge Witcher 3 fan. He's a huge fan of Witcher 3. He loves CD Projekt Red. He knows the bar is set high every time they announce the title. That's right. He spent, he played through Cyberpunk's 2077. Tone, floor is yours. Put 103 hours. 103 Trash. Hours into that. Sorry, you're up now. Go ahead. But it was well over 100 hours, not well over, but a, a good margin over 100 hours. And, uh, you know, as we talked about up until this, we've talked about it many times up until it came out and how excited I was for it. Been waiting since 2013 for this game. The bar is set high because it's CD Projekt Red, which are three. Listen, I completely hear and understand all the gripes. It's very, there's, there's a long, very unfortunate tale of a lot of things. We spent 20 minutes one time on one of our episodes at least going into it, and that's, Fair and very understandable. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have a PS5 and be able to have a better experience than a lot of folk, and I understand that. I dealt with mostly crashes, crashes, very little bugs, very little other issues outside of you know literally the game crashing. That's pretty frustrating if you're in a cutscene. That's pretty frustrating if you don't save often. I luckily I save often, so it it, it is what it is. Um, that said, after putting that time into it, I, I had had the main quest the end finale quest or whatever you want to call it, uh, ready to go for the last three weeks, we'll say. And I kept doing side stuff, and that's what I mostly did in the game is work on sides of. There's a lot of major side quests. There's a lot of side quests. There's a lot of exploring. There's a lot of hidden things. There's a lot of things you can see and do in the city. As a living, breathing uh, uh, environment in city, it, it really is very entertaining in that sense. You just walk in a straight line and find stuff, and that that's good, and I enjoyed that of it. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm doing the main quest lines, it's weird because the Johnny Silverhand stuff was supposed to be not really fully part of the main storyline, at least I thought, but it ended up being pretty integral into it by like an 80-85% of. And your relationship from him can grow in many different ways depending on your dialogues, some of the missions you do, and certain people that you deal with. And that that was really, really engaging. Anything that dealt with Keanu Reeves just generally was really awesome. It was, it's Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Like you're listening to Keanu Reeves. It looks like him. It's a character. And even when he, in, in, in his very like almost monotonish, like gets amped up and angry, it's, it's just, it's just him. You know, it's him and you can, you can tell and hear it. And it really worked well in the game. Um, that said, the few things I do want to say about it is that, um, I, I, I had somebody today, um, that I've gotten to know over the last couple of years, say something to me, it really stuck with me at the end of the day. Um, he said, in this game is a really great game. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I went more with that as well, too, with him and said, you know, and everybody's going to have to pull that out their own way. Mm -hmm. For me, is it a great game? It's really close. Is it a really good game? It is. Now, that's just from the fact, the enjoyment I had while playing the game. Am I trying to sell anybody else in the game because of the way it's in right now? Absolutely not. The main reason that I beat this game right now was because they had to roll back their uh, their big patch coming out, their next one, because of the hacks. So I said, 
well, I'm going to beat the game, get the story done. That way I can move on to some other games, which I did right away, and focus on because a lot of stuff kind of starting to come out or, or sprinkle out. And I want to work on my backlog. When they finally get a few of the, oh, yeah, he's over. He's, he's, he's ready. Trust me. When, 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 when they get these next couple big patches out to fix the game and make it like sustainable and playable, then I want to revisit it and do some of the more side, some of the more of the side quests and some of the exploration of the city and call it a day. Um, I got out of it what I wanted out of it. I still want more because I, I wanted, a, I wanted another Witcher, which was like 300 some hours. I wanted more. You can find that in there, but there is some repetition. I do agree with that. Uh, there's a lot of like not repetition, which is surprising. A lot of randomness in the game, which was very surprising when it was certain like side missions and stuff you come across from. That was really cool. Um, but again, at the end of the day, I moved on from it. I beat it. I really had a good time playing it. I, it hooked me. Anytime I started playing it, I would play it for hours and, and it felt like, you know, five minutes had passed by. So it was still enjoyable. Luckily, fortunately for me, cause I'm playing on a PS five. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really unfortunate that they put out a product that wasn't ready for the world. Mm-hmm. That's just the bottom line. And like he said today, what Josh said today was, inside this game is a great game. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And we should have gotten that. And more time may have gotten that. Mm-hmm. And it may still be there. But as of right now, I enjoyed my playthrough. I got my money's worth. Um, should I be frustrated? Maybe. But again, it's a world that I love, which is cyberpunk-esque world so there it is i beat it i moved on and i'm already playing control and we're playing some of the same games and what you're talking about but i'm gonna circle back i'm gonna ask you a question tone here it is gun to your head yes now keep in mind you guys he is a cd project fanboy slash apologist i want to know tone right now right now what is a more memorable better game i'm not asking you to compare the games i'm not asking you to compare their themes what game will stick with you longer thinking about? Because you've talked incessantly about fucking Witcher 3 at times. You love Witcher 3. Mm. What's a better game? Witcher 3, Cyberpunk 2077. Witcher 3. Is it close? The, it's actually pretty close. Oh, um, get the fuck out. It, it, well, Be honest, man. Well, here's why, and here's why. Like, Witcher 3 is, is Witcher 3 won almost 1,000 Game of the Year awards and awards and accolades, and not a lot of games have even Ooh. come close to that. Wow, and here's Dungeons, <laughs> Witcher Three, no contest. Right, I Woo. mean, w- Witcher Three. I mean, Woo. it's close. Cyberpunk is a world that I I love. I like like Blade Blade Runner, for instance. Like that is the kind of we're like we're losing subs. That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but my point the, here here's the theory. Change the thing. it quick. Change it. Change it, your opinion quick. <laughs> we wanted we wanted uh, Cyberpunk to be sci-fi Witcher, and it wasn't that. And, and 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 I think part of the problem is and what they envisioned was you to be a central part of the character's why it's FPS. That's why the character V is kind of like a fluid character or mm-hmm. whatever. Um and it makes sense. But sometimes you get m- more into those experiences not by actually being that character or trying to be the character, but by playing a character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it different with Geralt, is that you you get into a character like Geralt because he's got some different quirks or whatever it might be that maybe sure. make him stick out more memorable. So, um, again, Cyberpunk was a great game. I had a good time with it. Great game in the fact that I had a lot of fun playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a great game? Is it Witcher 3? It's definitely not Witcher 3. Not a lot of games are though. That, that, that's true. That's, that's Not that's a lot valid. of games are like I'll put Witcher three against. I would say probably ninety percent of the games that are out there just generally. So, 
don't know if that's your answer. <laughs> uh, no, like, you know, and, and, and like I said, I, I don't respect your opinion, but um, I'm just joking. I do. I do respect your opinion. But here's the thing, man. Like, you know, from what I played of it, and this is going to, it's going to be different for everybody, the type of experience they have with it. I like to play, you know, a game and not have it crash all the time. And I know yours didn't crash a lot. Mine was crashing consistently. It did much later, like, though. The game I was started like, crashing I was so lot. frustrated with that because, like, yeah. I'm losing progress. It's pulling me out of the experience. Plus, I know the PC version is fucking god tier. So I'm like, you know what? Why am I putting up with this busted ass game? Look, I know, I know CD Projekt Red is a talented fucking developer. Okay, I know that. Like, I know Naughty Dog is a talented fucking developer. And if Naughty Dog pushed out some shit like this, I'd be like, Naughty Dog, shame on you. I'm going to fucking wait. And that's where I'm at with Seed Project Wet. Shame on you, but I know this is going to be a good fucking game. Mm. I'm going to wait. So I'm waiting for the next-gen upgrades. I know that's not going to come to the second half of the year. I've got plenty of shit to play right now, but I'm not going to play this game that is supposed to be super immersive, a killer story, which which I agree – I. I didn't play as I obviously didn't play nearly as far as you did, but I got to that first big silver hand moment where you kind of get the reveal of who he is and how he's going to play a, an integral part of the story. And I was like, you know what, this is fucking dope. I think the game overall is a niche, it, the like cyberpunk as a like genre, like mm-hmm. Blade Runners, for instance. Oh, like, yeah, not yeah. everybody's seen Blade Runner, but it's some of the Shame fucking great sci-fi movies out there. This game is kind of like that, but it's not. I'm not comparing the fact that Blade Runner and Cyberpunk. It's just that kind of living, breathing world. And Drassen said it felt kind of wooden. I kind of agree with that. Um, but you know, again, like for me to play in a cyberpunk world, it's what I love and what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, um, but that doesn't mean it was a great release. It wasn't a great release. It's a hard game to play because of everything. And honestly, it's almost overwhelming at times. Like, it takes you ten or fifteen hours to finally figure out what the fuck you're doing because there's a lot going on in the game. As far as your points, as far as your upgrades, as far as your cyberware, everything. Mm-hmm. It, even more so than Witcher at that point. It's, it's a little overwhelming, but it, it's not the Witcher for sure. Right. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, at some point, like I said, when they get that next-gen upgrade out, they get these patches out, and I jump back into the, and I jump into the game, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete my save. I'm not yeah, going to do anything. I'm going to start over from Could the be. very beginning and try to enjoy this game for what it is because CD Projekt Red is a very talented developer. They're great writing mm-hmm. stories. They craft uh, incredible worlds that you want to explore. I'm not dealing with all the bullshit that comes with it. Yeah, and you and you shouldn't. And Prime, um, the most disappointing game of all time is Too Human. So Too Human. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was wrong with Too Human? Uh, it was a quarter of not the game it should have been. <laughs> what? Maybe it was overselling. I don't don't know. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Ryan, come on. Yeah, what up? Bruno's like two humans, so shut the fuck up. Uh, No, I enjoyed it. It was just, it was, it was this big of a game. It was a, it was a dude and it wasn't a tone. So we need more of a, need a more game. That's basically it. Jeez, sounds like you're just being a bitch about it. And whatever. Anyways, moving on. Now that you've, now that you finally got, got the big boy out of the way. What are you playing now? Uh, I'm, I'm so the backlog time. It's time for backlog. Uh, the first yep. one on that is is a newer game in the backlog, but I want to play Control really bad. Yes, you so do. So I'm playing Control, and then um uh, uh we recently had Brave the Default two release yes. on Friday. So that's quite an amazing old school grandpa JRPG that I can't get enough of on the Switch. Great game story is don't care. Just want to play the gameplay. Um, it's very adolescent or whatever. Um, but. The new craze for everybody today, 5 million copies have been sold, wow. is that PC-only exclusive survival crafting game Valheim. 
mm-hmm. which our server don't work because somebody. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys awesome paid for a server that does not work. work. But uh, yes, if it ever works, you guys are welcome to join our Discord and join the BNB community uh, uh, Valheim server. We'd love to have you. Um, so I'm I'm currently juggling three games now that I'm done with Cyberpunk because I didn't play anything during Cyberpunk. Wanted. Yeah, you were straight Cyberpunk. Yep, yep, that was it. Except for a little uh, All Stars with you guys, right? right. All Stars. So that's it. Awesome. So, what do you think of Bravely Default so far? Bravely Default is awesome. I love that. I can't get enough of that combat. I mean, it could just be the combat over and over, and I'd be completely hooked. I love that that turn based combat. I just and and because it's so it's it's modernized to where it's like the speed up and yep. the, it, it's it's perfect. It's 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 a mindless, enjoyable way to play. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm with you. I've actually I'm in this. No, I'm I'm stuck in this vicious cycle right now, dude. Where I am like in JRPG heaven. You are you are all over the place. I'm all over. Like, I'm still doing God of War. Yep. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, like right now, at this particular moment, I am rotating between Bravely Default Two and Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I'm in, I'm kind of caught off guard by Yakuza Like a Dragon because the Yakuza series, predominantly all of them, are like brawlers. Yeah. You know, you're just running in, fighting. You get these cool abilities. You're beating the shit out of everybody, and that's all it is. They kind of flip the script on Yakuza Like a Dragon. It is a JRPG with with turn-based combat. With all the elements that you take from, like, something like Bravely Default, all the different mechanics in there, and it's just like, whoa. But you get that the, the type of over-the-top uh, action and, and, and visuals that you would get from a Yakuza game. But one thing that I'm really impressed with the Yakuza so far writing that's what you're saying the story is actually really fucking good like really good well, we got some thoughts out uh, there about, cap uh, said octopath traveler better than Bra- bravely default a lot of people didn't really like octopath traveler octopath traveler better than bravely default so that's okay i played bravely default for a little bit on i think it was a 3ds when that came out yeah, that the, yeah bravely yeah, default was rad. Um, I didn't play enough Octopath Traveler to know uh, if it's if it's better than Bravely Default or not. But yeah, uh, so far, I'm um, Bravely Default Two is like the perfect game to play while you're working. It, it like, is a game for that. It is because yeah, like I'm I'll, watching I'll, TV. Yeah, I'm, I'll be working on something and I'll have the I'll have the 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 cutscene playing through automatically. So I'm just listening as everyone's talking, and then okay, break time comes up. Oh, here's a battle. I got to start this battle quick. Boom, 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 boom. You know, I'm in the middle of the battle, but it's turn-based, so you just wait. So, oh, got to get back to work, start working on stuff, come to lunchtime. Cool, battle's right here, and mm-hmm. go right to it. I mean, it's just, it's really, really good. I love the mechanics of Bravely Default, the whole Brave and Default thing, you know, kind of building up battle points and shit like that. Uh, it's really, really, really fun so far. But, man, th- just being able to go back from that, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. And uh, the other one, the God one. Oh, my God, Curse of the Dead Gods. Yeah. Guys and gals, if you played Hades and you liked Hades, or if you just like uh, a roguelike dungeon crawler type of game, Curse of the Dead Gods from Past Hat Games, who I found out is not the developer of Darkest Dungeon. It is not. They are Red Hook Games. This is somebody else. But there's there's similarities, a lot from sure. the art style and whatnot. Sure. But, um, yeah, Curse of the Dead Gods is fucking awesome. Yeah, so you're you're like a mixed bag right now. I, I'm all I am all over the map. I don't even know what to stream right now. Um, I I I gotta go back and stream. I gotta get back to God of War. Obviously, I want to finish that. But yeah, yeah. all these games. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. What's a God of War? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, dude, yeah. If you guys, and I think it, it might still be on sale. It's a 19.99 game. It's available on Switch, 
do a fucking sweet Switch game. It'd be a fucking dope ass Switch. That's game what I want to play it on, actually. Um, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's currently on sale, or it was last week for seventeen ninety nine. It might still be on sale. It is worth it. It's there challenging, and there's a lot of stuff to do in there. The, the 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 skill tree that you unlock and all the different things that you're building toward. It's a roguelike. You know, you play through. You die, you take everything you earned and go and upgrade your stuff and you jump back in with like new abilities and new weapons and you're still just grinding through everything. It's it's a hell of a lot of fun, you guys. It's really, really good. Uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, that's up on our YouTube channel. I stream that on Friday night. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Really Dope. digging that. Uh, let's see. Dark Player says Ghost of Tsushima is an awesome game. It fucking sure yeah, is. It sure is. It really, really is. Still. Kronos, uh, you will love that game on the Switch. It'll be a great Great game on the that Switch. That guy owns like seven Switches in his home. I'm, I'm thinking Kronos, I'm Kronos, thinking one. He's got Switches in like his bathroom. I'm trying not to because there's all this talk about a Switch, a new one. I know. It's probably actually, I, I'm sure it's true, uh-huh. honestly, but it's been like fucking two years of hearing that. I know. But I just, I don't want to buy one now and have another one drop this man, fall. Man, I'm just going to keep. Plug it in. All I did was buy, I bought three or four dock stations now so I can just bounce around with different TVs. That's all I'm going to do for I right now. I bought a second. Yeah, that's good. That's I good. just, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to wait because I know at some point they're going to have the fucking thing. Uh, a 4K version, and that's the one I'm going to want to grab next. So, But a lot of cool games that we're playing, a lot of JRPGs, a lot of good yeah, stuff. It's, there's it's there's a, a whole lot of stuff to play right a, now. There's so. a lot of great different mix uh, Dark Player Sims, do you think we will get the Silent Hill reboot? I mean, from what it sounds like, Dark, it sounds like there might be two of them. There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot I, of rumors that Konami is, 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 is leasing out the license to multiple. It sounds like a Blooper yeah. Team might be working on one. There's another third part, another uh, uh, celebrated Japanese developer that's working on one. Um, or supposedly, um, I think we'll get a Silent Hill reboot, but it sounds like right now we might get multiple entries in the series. Uh, now, uh, could these all be different games? I have no idea. I hope we get a new Silent Hill. I mean, that's I think that's the general consensus. We all want a new Silent Hill game, uh, but who's making it? How many they're going to be? I don't think it's a matter of if we're going to get one. It's, it's going to be a matter of how many we're going to get. Hopefully. Uh, the PT demo shook the horror fan. It sure did. P- I, do I remember? I was at work. And I was going through the store that Tuesday, and there was like this demo PT, and everyone was like, and I was like, I, at the time I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this PT demo? And so I didn't think anything of it. And then like an hour later, you go on social media and Twitter's like, holy fucking shit, this PT demo is nuts. Playable test. And, and at the th- at the same time, no one had hit the ending yet. So everyone was like, oh man, this thing is fucking terrifying. So I'm like, whoa. So I'll download this. Sounds really terrifying. You get home, go to check it out and playing through it, and it's really, really scary. And all of a sudden, you get on Twitter, and you're like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, I want to see what they're talking about. Takes me another day to get through it, finally get through it, and then you get the reveal, and you're like, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, dude, nobody, nobody talked about that demo releasing. Sony didn't say a fucking thing about that demo releasing. Nothing. I think there were, I think on the blog, at the time they were doing like the, the, the new releases, they had that one, uh, the drop. They had the PlayStation blog, and there was it was deep down. It was like, oh, PT demo, and I was like, oh, no, man. That's 2014. I don't fucking know, but that was an incredible experience. Yeah, it was really, yeah. really incredible. Could have been. A white wolf says, anyone excited for any new Pokemon stuff? I'm super excited for Legends. I thought, you know, I'm not a Pokemon guy, but that, that Arceus one, uh, that open world one, definitely gonna check it out. I, I think I I'm not a big Pokemon person, but I'm excited for the fans of Pokemon because I I enjoy oh, hyped. I enjoy Pokemon and it, that's exciting. I'm I'm excited for those fans, so that's pretty dope. Sure. Uh, Dark player said thoughts on uh, Resident Evil Village. Looks amazing. Love the demo. 
demo is dope. I'm all over Resident Evil, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is. I like the demo. I deleted it. I don't want to play it anymore. I'm just going to wait for the game to drop. Absolutely. Two months. Hype. Legends I mean, really excited for. Game I, game. I love Seven, except for the final boss battle, which was weak as fuck. Uh, I am really excited to see where they're going to go with this one with Ethan Winters. It's going to be pretty dope, man. I'm really excited about it. So cool. that's where I'm at on that. All right. We have a lot of shit. Oh, what did I miss? Time. What's time for what? Time for what? Are you serious? Already. Are you? Dude, I've, we haven't even gotten to the first topic. I've been drinking for a while, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. You guys and gals, I am really sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry, but he's got to go fucking pee already. I didn't oh. bring my catheter. Dude, I didn't even have it on this page of the of the stream deck. I had it on the second page for later in the show, not fucking 20 minutes. In, well, you let me talk in. about cyberpunk. It's your fault. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Sorry. We'll be right back. Here's Tone Pissing. Mm. We are moving on to the first topic, and we're going to talk about something that uh, Jay-Z989 mentioned in the, in the Discord. He was like, hey, can't we talk about how disappointing 30 coins ended? <laughs> Here we are. We're going to talk about this just briefly. We are eight minutes away from the uh, first winner of our our giveaway. $20 okay. awesome. card of your choice. Uh, Ask my Cap, smart. Enter if you have not yet. I'm not going to spoil anything, enter. but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say I'm just disappointed with the way this ended. I know Tone's a little bit indifferent, which I think will make for a good conversation. But no, we will not spoil anything um, other than to say, you know, there might be some general comments made. But Tone, 30 coins, episode eight. Dropped last week. Yes. We found, we watched it, we checked it out. The series is complete. Initial reactions to the season in general, please. I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Um, it's definitely not great. It's good. It isn't really good. Uh, I feel like it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If this is the the vision was to take inspiration from multiple types of movies or styles or whatever, mm-hmm. they did that whether you wanted it or not. It didn't work every time at all. We know there was two or three like real lag episodes towards the three quarters away point. Um, five, six, and seven. Yeah, we're real rough to some degree. Um, there's still some good content in them. It was just overshadowed by a lot of uh, soap opera drama mm-hmm. which was really weird but um there was definitely some surprising turns where they right out the gates in the last uh, episode i didn't mind it maybe as much as you did i kind of like sometimes when things take these really weird turns and chances with sure. stuff mm-hmm. um doesn't necessarily make for great storytelling probably not all the time does it make sense for the story probably not all the time either as well but um I didn't mind it either because I found it entertaining. Sure. Um, I like a little sometimes that little over the top that you don't expect. Uh, it definitely got some Robert Rodriguez vibes at times, <laughs> which was Indeed, you said Resident yes. Evil, and I was yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, Gotta yeah. see that too. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I don't feel bad about watching this. I don't feel like I wasted my time with the series. Sure. Okay. And, yeah. and I feel like both of us can attest to this with our, with the amount of. Um, time in our life with work, families, and your herpes that we sometimes don't want our time wasted. Fortunately enough, I don't feel like that. Watch it. You be the judge. Um, it's definitely right out the gate. It's one thing. It's Then it's another thing, and then it's a completely another thing, and then it's like everything mashed in. So mm-hmm. please watch it. Let us know what you think later. I don't want to spoil anything because I know like Cap and some people are still watching it, but it, it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, and Jimmy Z uh, said it right there, and I, I agree with him 100%. It had such great poten- potential after the first few episodes, yeah. but then it fell off. I'm glad I finished it, though. And I'm I'm the same as you guys. I'm glad I finished it. I'm glad I see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, episodes one through four were really, really good. It set a tone. It set a uh, a precedent. Like, I had an understanding. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a dark, gritty, yeah. uh, you know, religious horror, mo- uh, horror show with a little bit of camp. I was expecting a little bit of camp. And, you know... The first four episodes were really, really good. Then we got to five, five through seven, which again kind of went down the more individual story arcs for each of the mm-hmm. characters. Um, you know, other than Father Vergara's, I could have done without the the other ones. I didn't really care for Elena's. She was just a sex symbol through those episodes, which isn't a bad thing. She's a beautiful lady. Um, but you know, it was that's it, there she was felt, a, she felt like she was objectified really heavily, and she did not start out like that. There was to be really fair. no, 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 like real meaning to her story. It was just like okay, she's just there to be naked. Okay, great. Um, Paco's story with, with March in those, uh, in those episodes, again, like you said, very heavy soap opera and just kind of like, eh, Father Vergara's was super important because it was, it was inter- integral to the story, yeah, integral to the whole everything story. to do with the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his was the best story arc that they explored, but then we get to episode eight, which is, I will say it's the best episode of the second, uh, the second half yeah. out of, uh, five through, uh, five through eight. But ultimately, um, it just succumbs to just an, it's over the top camp. You know, we had a little bit of camp here and there, but it was still pretty much a gritty, dark, you know, twisted, you know, horror thriller mystery, whatever. Uh, but that that um that last episode, it starts off with just an absolutely absurd Resident Evil boss battle. And what's disappointing about that is that it shows this thing, and, and there's this huge battle. You never see that thing again. Why not? That thing could have ended everybody. You know, it just just goes away. And then there's ridiculous action here and there. But then every, the story gets incredibly muddled towards the end. Like, it just does not stick the landing. It's incredibly muddled. Uh, it's, you know, I didn't get the answers I was hoping for. And it actually kind of felt like a cheat. Yeah. The way, they, the way, yeah, the way it ended yeah. and the way it sets up for, for the future, I was just like, this felt like a cheat. Like, the, like, like if they started at the beginning of the season, like, this is going to be a, you know, a one-season thing. And then the way it ended, it was like last second, like, well, maybe we can milk this a little bit more. Maybe and we'll I was just get like, a second on, season dude, out of it. Yeah. I just don't yeah. know if this type of story can do the multiple seasons thing. It's not like a Game of Thrones. It's not like that. You said limited series as it, and I think that would have been better as an eight-episode limited series, like a really long movie. Right. And and, and I definitely feel that. So, um, yeah, I just... It, it, like I said, I love the, the the chemistry between the trio. You know, Father Vergara, Paco, and Elena yeah. were all really, really good. And I'm glad they it was came good, back yeah. for the final they episode. They're all together. They're really good. But it was just like those first four episodes set such a high bar. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was understanding of, like, the different style of visual effects. It's not going to be what we, sure. we see here. I, I was cool with that. I had no issue with it. It just gets completely overdone in these last couple episodes, especially episode eight. It is absurd. There are some... Really, just goofy ass spots, and again, when it ends, you're just like, "That's that just seems like a cheat." I just wasn't a big fan of the way it ended, and and I mean, I would have been happy with this being a one time, a one time thing. Yeah, I th- and, and and again, at the end of the day, like it definitely came short on a few things, but I still, I still, I think I enjoyed it clearly more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely wouldn't tell people to not watch it. I think you should definitely watch it. Check it you out. Might find something more out of it than Form maybe you did. Um, because he's wrong a lot of times. So you I mean just watch it and enjoy it for yourself, and let me know what you think of it, and talk to me. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's all I want to talk about it now. Yeah, we weren't gonna hang on this very long. I mean, it was just kind of like uh, I was disappointed with the ending of it. 
He thought it was like uh, movie of the year. It's whatever. By the way, this goes. We out. have a winner in yeah. 59 seconds. 59 seconds. Oh. The first winner. And we chose it in 59 seconds. So if you're just tuning in, exclamation point, enter. Get in there right now for a chance to win a $20 code for either Xbox Live, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch. Your choice. 40 seconds. We will draw a winner. Or the underwear I'm currently wearing. You don't want that. They do. You don't want that at all. Can I get a puppy pad down here? (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. (laughs) Puppy pads are nice, man. Yeah, I've seen some pump. But uh, yeah, no, it's it is what it is with this. Uh, I wish it could have been better. I wish it would have been. I wish it would have cleaned it up or tied it off uh, neatly at the end. But it was just close. Whatever. Last minuteing. Last minute. Let's see who is going to be the winner for the first giveaway. Chose winner. Ten seconds. Here we go. Exclamation point enter. Make sure you hit exclamation point claim if you are the winner. Two, one. JG release. Hey, JG. What up, dude? JG release. Well, you are the winner. If you are here right now, you. exclamation point enter. You have one minute. Exclamation point uh, claim. Claim. Exc- oh, claim. Exclamation point claim. JG, if you're out there. I lied. JG, if you're there, exclamation point claim. If not, after one minute, it will draw a new winner. I don't know where JG is. Uh oh. JG releasing there. Is he sleeping? Should I text he fall him? asleep? I would say he's got like less than thirty seconds at this point. We'll see what happens. If not, we'll have a. Oh, there we go. Did we he get got, it? He got. Did he get it? You he, wake up there, boy. He woke up. He woke there up. There right, we go. All right. What up? Congratulations, right, brother. First, appreciate you. Winner. We are going to run the contest again. I'll holler at you later. Uh, get you that code, brother. We're gonna start it right now. So yeah, forty-five minutes. Exclamation point, enter. Back to back, back to back fucking giveaways. Wow. Back to back giveaways. Let's go. Jesus. There it is. Those, those, those hand Congratulations. Jobs behind fucking Second giveaway is underway right now. Exclamation point, enter. And we're moving on to our first movie review of the evening. A couple of movies we checked out. Did we? The first one we're going to talk about is Judas and the Black Messiah. This could be. Movie of the year. It's going to be hard to fucking come and in. It's already won a go- It's already been nominated for Golden Globes, and we got a winner too. We got a and winner. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. He is amazing in this movie. He won a Golden Globe the other night. Uh, Tone. Judas and the Black Messiah is available now on HBO Max. You can watch it there. Want to get your initial thoughts? Judas and the Black Messiah. The movie is completely engaging. The dialogue is is so fucking good. When you watch this movie, you really feel like you're a part of it. This is, I learned things mm-hmm. from this movie that shame on me for not knowing. Yes. Um, and, and whether or not that's because it's a product of our society, I'm going to guess it's probably got a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. And damn, I was, yeah, oh yeah, King, absolutely. This was an amazing movie. It's a very moving movie. Yep. It's a very emotional movie. It gets you in the feels pretty hard. This movie really, really, really kind of made me think a lot, too, and existentially to the point of where we're at now. I know we say that kind of often sometimes around here, but I feel like this is one of those ones that's very um, direct line, and I don't want to get too deep into that, but you know, there are some things that I took away from this that probably not a lot of folks did, and Boy, oh boy, um, the acting in it is so fucking. And clearly, we've already got a Golden Glove winner. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Daniel there as as I guess 
Fred Hampton. He's the kind of he, yeah. He plays Fred Hampton. He's the main character. I guess he's, he's not the main. He's, 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 no, he's not the main character. He's the, he's the supporting. Supporting, actor, but yeah. it's a really big focus on it's him. Huge, just yeah. clearly. Yep. Um. And and then my boy there. Um. I always I can't ever say his name properly. Um, like Keith Stanfield. He he was in. I keep telling you he was in the show Atlanta. And if you've mm-hmm. never seen the show Atlanta, it's, it's also won some great awards. Great show, and every scene that he is in, he completely steals. Mm-hmm. And so I was really excited that he got a like main role to do this. And he he really he really commands the scenes that he's in as well too. And it's a, and it's a it's it's hard for that character because of the tug of war that he has to play oh, as yeah, a absolutely. character in absolutely. this movie. So like you have to see him on different ends of spectrums. He's mm-hmm. got to play a, a, some range. He does it really well, and. and and he like there was one scene where he went from scared, angry, fight or flight to like excited and happy and smiling when he's backing up his car and you see his demeanor completely change. I'm like it, it, on his facial expressions and that that isn't easy to do, I don't think, for for everybody. So, um, man, I, I tell you what, like this movie is is I know we're early in the year so far right now. We got a lot of stuff on the horizon. But in the last six months, we'll say, well, it's it's definitely probably in the top five movies that I've seen. Like this was a, a great movie. I recommend everybody watch this movie as soon as they get a chance and really intake it and sit back and honestly just be objective. That that's all I want. Like just just watch it and be objective. Right. Just just try to be part of it. And it, it holy boy, you man. know it's based on true events. It's a true story, and you know so there's no real spoilers here. But you know this is a story about um bill o'neill and that's uh, uh like stanfield's character um you know his character is introduced he's he's, he's a thief he's, he's stealing people's cars he's boosting cars mm-hmm. and he gets picked up by, he gets arrested by the police he gets uh, uh, inter- or, uh, interrogated by the police and they basically um you know they find out you know he's not caught up in all of everything that's going on at that time with he doesn't police. give a shit he's he just trying care. to make a buck he, he, he's he, he's out to survive he's yep. looking for, him for himself and the police use that to manipulate him to work as an informant. FBI. FBI. Yeah. I'm sorry, FBI. Uh, they manipulate him to uh, to be an informant for them to infiltrate the Black Panther Party, this Illinois chapter, um, and 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 keep tabs on on Chairman Fred Hampton, who is played by uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, and you know, this is all stuff that you can read about. This is like I said, it's it's a true story. But the the thing that's so it, it's it's a heart wrenching story because it really looks at the struggle that people of color had to deal with the police. I mean, it was really bad. I mean, it's bad now, but it was really bad then. And and that's what it was like, you know, they're, they're fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their lives on mm-hmm. the streets, you know, and you just have this story that is, you just, you see how manipulative the FBI is and how they use people who are vulnerable and they maybe they don't know any better. And it's just a, um, it's, it's a heart wrenching tale. It's, it, it's intense. There are some brilliant scenes. There are some great scenes, but it's also there are some really just like gut wrenching scenes, especially yeah. in the ending. And you know when when you think about these performances, I mean, obviously Daniel Kaluuya, he has the the he has the role where he can really show his range from being very intense when he's speaking at these these events. Charisma. He's got the charisma. He's Ooh. got the way to deliver. He commands the screen every time he's on there. But he also is very very good in his more subtle scenes. You know the scenes with um I'm trying to remember her name I actually wrote it down um she was in project she was in project power she was the girl in project power with um Jamie Fox and um um Joseph Gordon-Levitt the one that we watched on Netflix oh, that's her yeah shit. comedy fishback okay yeah. okay she was in it and she's really really good you know in the scenes with her you kind of see a side of him that 
you yeah, know, it, it contrasts the side of him that when he's out in public view and when he's handling his business. And he does such a great job in that role, and he's so strong. But like you mentioned, you know, Keith Stanfield, though his character is more subtle. His performance is more subtle because, again, he's first of all, he starts off as this character that doesn't give a shit about anything. He's just out for himself. He gets manipulated by the FBI. He infiltrates the Black Panther Party, and then he starts to, like, believe. Mm-hmm. You know, he starts to understand, here's why these fucking people are doing this. And this is why they're doing this, because they're tired of this shit. Why am I? I should be tired of this shit. And then he, there's the internal struggle. Do I give them the information? How do I how do I not get killed in the process? Because, you know, there's already stories going around about other informants who have been killed off in fucking horrific ways. Um, and, and it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible film. The pacing is brilliant. It's well done. The acting all around is, everyone is really, really good in this movie. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you wish it was a uh, fiction. Yeah, you really do it, but it's 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 a, it's an eye opening movie. It's a movie that just you, it, again it gives you the perspective that I just don't have. I I haven't experienced. But man, the more you get from this perspective, the more you fucking understand. You understand the struggle. You can't sit there and say I can relate because I can't, but I can fucking understand the struggle. And the bullshit that goes into it, and the fucking just the privilege of these people that are make these decisions, just like oh, just kill them, it's fine. You're just like, what the fuck? You know, one of the one of the things that really, um, something that I didn't know or didn't understand from the from this era, um, into now was that, um, you know, you hear Jesse Jackson and the Rainbow Coalition. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what the Rainbow Coalition meant. Right. And now I know. I had no idea, and I learned that from this movie, and that was a big thing for me because I felt like I, anytime you can learn something just generally in life, I think is always really important. Absolutely, that was something that I learned, and I it, it might not be a huge detail. There's there's bigger things to learn from this movie, and I totally learned that. But to transfer into where we're at now for something that I heard and didn't know and didn't realize what it was, where it got to start from, to know that now is uh pretty well it's sad that it took this long for sure but it's 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 good to know now and and to be able to learn that uh, about the rainbow coalition so which was uh you know a part of this and now too yeah it's 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 one of those movies you guys or if you just sit down and watch it it's it's it'll piss you off yeah oh yeah it'll it'll upset you but that's that's part of the perspective that's part of trying to get an get insight into what is going on out there and that shit, a lot of the stuff that you see in this movie now is, is, is relevant today. And it's that perspective, it's that insight, it's that, and seeing the heartache that, that, that people of color have had to endure all these years, and you see stories like this, and you understand what's going on behind the scenes and how manipulative people in power are, and how fucking shady they are, it's just, um, it's really difficult. It's really difficult to watch, and um, everyone in it is just fantastic. It's a hard movie to watch, but it's a movie you need to watch. Yes, you know it's it's something you need to watch, and some of the stuff that they they tell you after the movie's over in the um the info and all that stuff about what happens to some of these characters in real life. It's especially Bill O'Neill. Yeah, like unfucking believable, dude. Unbelievable, just how people use people, and it's it's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible, and it, it, you should watch it. I'm serious, you guys. Girls, watch it. It's 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 a powerful film. The movie is great. The performances are great, and the story will hit you in the fucking gut. So make sure you check it out. It's available now on HBO Max. Definitely worth a look. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be hard one to top this year. 
All right, moving on to the next movie we're going to discuss. Wrong Turn. Now, you're thinking, wait, Wrong Turn? The one from like 2002? Yeah, there's like 74 of those fucking movies. There's like 25 of these movies. Right. Uh, And there were. And they were all progressively worse, each and every entry. Now, the thing is, Wrong Turn, this one, is uh, directed by Mike Nelson. It's starring uh, uh, Charlotte Vega, Matthew Modine, and Bill Sage. And, you know, you're thinking, other than Matthew Modine, who are these other people? Very unknown cast for the most part. Bill Sage is underrated. He's very, very creepy. He's the, the leader of the foundation. But um, basically what they've done here, they've rebooted the franchise. Uh, Wrong Turn, the original, uh, and that whole series follow- was basically following like the, 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 these inbred cannibals or the antagonists throughout this entire series. Very fucked up, very disturbing movie. This one kind of flips the script a little bit. You have a different antagonist, and basically what this is, it's a group of friends hiking on the uh, Appalachian Trail, uh, they're, but they're confronted by, like, the secret society, the foundation. Yeah, that's been there since before the Civil War. Before because the Civil War. They've been up there for a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah, and they've generationally keep going, like. Right, they just, they, they, they bring, mm-hmm. whoever comes up there, whoever makes it up there, if they don't die, they become a part of this society. Yeah. And. What's interesting about this movie is that this foundation, while it's very fucking weird, some of the, the, the their, their um what's the word I'm looking for some of their their beliefs are kind of interesting compared to everything outside of the foundation, mm-hmm. everything in in real world. They don't deal with racism. They don't deal with like all the hate and and, and prejudice. They beat outside. a lot of stereotypes in that way because you, th- it feel it's 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 not what you would think or expect just from life right. in this area because it's it's a society that's kind of in, a, in its own way like open and free of all of those stereotypes and right, prejudices. Yeah. No stereotypes. It's, it's really just like, it's look, really it's just a it's a group. It's a bunch of people wanting to be or th- in their thought process better than they're all working together. Yep. They want to survive. Yep. They don't want to rely on technology. They don't want to rely on politics. They don't want to rely on everything that's corrupted, right. you know, or that's been corrupted over the years in, in in our society. So it's really interesting how they kind of explore that. Uh, but anyways, this 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 group of kids. Uh, and it, it makes their way through the Appalachian Trail. They they encounter these folks. They get abducted by them, and it's just a very um, it's a unique story. I was and there's some dark humor to it. There's a lot of dark humor in this movie. And now look, this isn't going to win an Oscar. And this isn't going to be like one of the most talked about movies ever. But I'm just saying, to reboot this franchise, mm-hmm. one that has been run into the ground with with just unlimited sequels, and it's just very gory, and there's not a whole lot of thought going into it. To reboot it like this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind, there are some moments you're just like, you know, that's interesting. I um, I was really surprised by this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I because I sent you the trailer for it, I think yes. at first, and yep. I was like, "What is this movie, dude?" I was like, "Oh man, this is like a fucking reboot of a long running series." Right, and I'm like. Looking at this trailer, I'm like, yeah, but this kind of got potential. I saw what's the uh, um, guy from uh, 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 Memphis Bell and uh, Matthew Modine. Um, yeah, Matthew Modine. Yeah, Matthew Modine. Duh. Yep. Um, and I'm like, well, that's a really random role, but I guess you know he was just in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. so it's like it's still even because he was in Stranger Things. I was really surprised to see Matthew Modine in this movie. Yeah, and I wonder because late in life he's like, well, I'm not getting fucking a lot of calls these days. Might as well fucking get my McDonald's coupon. It's funny though because Matthew Modine is still. 
you know Matthew Modine. He's he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yep. He's not so, he's not a person that you see attached. Not an A-lister. To. He's not, but he can he can act. He's yep. a really great actor. He's very much like Bill Sage, the the leader. Of the he re- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like a well known guy, but you're like I've seen him before. Bill Sage was in American Psycho. He's one of uh, Patrick Bateman's friends. Right, right, right. And and and, and I want to talk about him in a minute too. Is but <laughs> I th- this this movie was very like. First of all, you know what's going to attract me is if there's gore. an R. Okay, well, that too. I was going to say R, R first rating, and then yep. the gore. So if it's got an R, I'm already horny. You say gore, <laughs> probably going to have to use a cup to hide it. But that's how it was with this. Small cup. The, Chai glass. This has a good size. So go ahead, go ahead, go, go, go. It was like a 21-ounce cup from McDonald's. <laughs> I see it. Anyways, oh, my. Um, it, it, it really... I didn't expect it to engage me the way it did. Mm-hmm. And it did. Even like the main character, like some of the campy stuff that happens with that character, she did a great job. It just, it worked. Everything in this movie oddly fucking works. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't work, but it fucking worked. And like when they get to the end, like, and they're, they're going through the, ca- like they're going yeah. through the cavern. That was, that's one thing that sticks out to me. Cause I didn't expect that or think about that. Yeah. You talked about the cannibalism. Yep. You see brief glimpses of that. You mm-hmm. see these like def- deformed, defigured things and people that were kind of created. when you think yeah. about it, yep. Yep. and, and it, that, that part was probably one of the most creepiest parts. Yep. There are scenes in this that they, they kind of, they don't pull the punches necessarily on. They, 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 it's almost like they kind of like tap you. It's a jab instead of oh, a fucking yeah. left like, yeah. hook or something like that. You know, because you see stuff and it's clearly right in front of you. It's not full on like contact live, like you were saying, uh-huh. but you're seeing some fucking gore, and that 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 excites me. I like that kind of shit. Um, last thing I want to say about it, like clearly, like I said, I think everybody should watch this movie if you're into those kind of things. You like gory, like suspense, you like horror, and it's not really horror, but um, Bill Sage's character found mm-hmm. out two things actually. Now that I think about this, um, he had a really good fucking haircut for living in the fucking <laughs> yeah, Appalachian yeah. Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's the barber shop? Bro, there? <laughs> what the fuck was that? They that must. It was like like layered. Dude, good, dude, dude, dude. Somebody in there that tra- that hopped on was that it, trail. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Had worked in a salon at some yeah. point because that motherfucker good. had the best haircut in like three counties in that state. <laughs> Ain't no lie about that. <laughs> that that threw me off. Uh, the last thing I want to say is like the end is very elongated, which was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it plays through the credits. And the last movie that did that that I really enjoyed that plays through the credits was uh, the the. Howard Stern? Huh? Private Parts, Howard Stern. That's a good fucking callback, first of all. Dude, the, the, the end credits of Paul Giamatti. Dude, that's a fucking great callback, and I appreciate you calling back anything with the king of all media. But I was going to say the movie Skyline does like this crazy oh, yeah. thing through the oh. this gnarly fucking thing through the uh, the credits, and this does something similar, too. And this movie gets – and at that point, it felt more like uh, – because uh, you know what? What was the what was the fucking – was it Day of the Dead? No, um, the one in the mall. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. That remake yep. did that, too, and that was really dope. Yes. And they did it with this. So they cut – they had the video where like, they get Dude, to the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And, it, was, and it's, it, 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 like, makes the – like, you're like, well, whoever watches the credits, well, clearly – I'm going to watch it, yeah. Right, right. So um, I thought that was really cool and stuff like that. The, the game, the, the movie, excuse me, kept me hooked the entire time. And and then going through the credits like that, this is not like a fucking like, like you said, like a nine or ten. I'm not going to win a lot of awards. I'm going to give this like a fucking eight out of ten if I could. Maybe even eight point five. It's interesting. Like I said, man, when they get to the foundation and he's explaining what they do there, and some of the members that the, the hiking group actually was like, kind of makes sense. 
Yeah. It kind of makes sense what they're doing here. You're just like, fuck. Dude, it's, it's much smarter than anything else the other wrong-turn movies did. I mean, it really is. It's not brilliant, but and there's there's some there's obviously some plot holes here and there. Right. But for the most part, you're just like, I can see why it would be appealing to some people out there. It's just weird. Like, at the end of the day, I think we both agree, it's really, like, weird how actually good this movie was. Nope. I went in with zero expectations, and... I hope for good, and it was more than good. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. You know, there's, there's some off-putting stuff that people might have an issue with at the beginning. You know, the first 20 minutes, you kind of get the the red versus blue. You get the, it's you know. It's fucking, yeah. The, the, you, yeah. You, you get that, you know, there's going to be a little bit of that, and some people might be offended by it or they might be upset by it. But if you can just, you know, get through it and just be like, hey, it's whatever, it's a movie, and just enjoy it for what it is, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's one of those, like you mentioned, you, you watch it and you're just like, Oh, I don't feel like I wasted my time watching this at all. Oh, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And if, if you if you've seen the other wrong term movies and you have a negative opinion, fucking just be done. It, it has absolutely nothing to do with those. There's actually a couple of little like. Didn't the old lady kind of say something to kind of link them and thread them back? Like, oh, it's happened before. She did, but I mean, like, but at the end of the movie, you know, the girl when she's talking to her dad, she's like, uh, "Hey, it's movie night tonight," and he's like, "What did we get?" And he goes, "I don't know." She's like, "I don't know." The boys picked a movie about some cannibal inbred guys in the woods. And yeah, that like, was oh, okay, super that's, fucking that's meta yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just kind of like a little nudge, a yeah, little homage whatever. to it. So, wink, wink. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I would say go out and buy this movie, but if you see it on TV or if you want to rent something interesting and you don't mind a little bit of gore and you you know kind of like a, a weird like look at society and 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 things going on out you know how it compares to how we are now to when it was more simpler i mean very surprising it's very surprising very it's not it a is. great movie it's not gonna blow you away but you're gonna be like man that's not like a total waste of time keep an eye out for it if you guys see it on like on, on hbo or something like that or on, on tv at some point or on netflix watch it it's it's actually pretty entertaining it's not bad not on cbs app it sucks uh, <laughs> come on, man. All right. What? Now, I ain't, I ain't we've had a me. few people ask us about this. Are you guys going to fucking talk about this? Are you guys going to talk about this movie you guys haven't talked about yet because you didn't do a show because Tony had herpes? We got to talk about a trailer tone that dropped. And I think you and I will agree this trailer was way better than we were expecting from it. Way better. Let's check it out. Let's talk. About, we're going to look at Mortal Kombat. This is the Red Band trailer, by the way. Yeah, which is the best boss ass trailer right here, you guys. Kaino wins. <laughs> you fucking beauty. <laughs> fucking get out of here. Woo! Man. I cannot wait um, to watch that shit. I'm not going to lie, dude. When that trailer dropped, I was like, I watched it four times, like immediately back to back to back. I was like, this looks really fucking good. There's a lot going on in that fucking trailer, too. A lot. Um, I thought that trailer was incredible. I thought it was like, honestly, man, because like it's obviously you have that stigma around video game movies. Monster Hunter. Did you watch that? Did you end up watching Monster Hunter? Not yet. Not yet. I'm a little skeptic on that one. I don't know if I can watch that one. But like there's obviously the stigma around like, you know, licensed video game movies are terrible. And obviously, they Mortal are. Kombat '95 is is one of the few where people like really love that movie. It's, it's like, still it's, a good. You can still watch that today. It's still entertaining. It. I bought it. Yeah, it's still it. good. You watch it yet? I haven't watched it yet, but it's I still it. it's still watchable. It's it's really really it's it's entertaining as fuck. But this looks next level to even that one. This is high production values. Mm-hmm. This doesn't look cheap. This is twenty. The CGI years looks later, yeah. really really strong. Uh, the story 25. sounds like it's actually developed. Like everyone, like, the things they're talking about, I'm just like that sounds like it's. Not just hey, you're in this realm, come and fight. You know, it's just 
there was a lot going on in this trailer, and it looked, it looked fucking dope. The fight scenes, the settings, the vistas, everything looked fucking top of the line. I kind of got really high expectations for this, dude. Well, uh, <laughs> I want to, well, okay, well, I want to, but anytime it's a video game movie, I don't ever have high expectations. I know, I know. But this is one where you feel like you kind of got to let that wall down because you, you, you want to be, you want to be like, what is this going to be? Is this going to be good? And, and here's the thing about Mortal Kombat just generally. Yeah, the first 95 movie is still watchable. Yep. It is still entertaining. Yep. People love or hate Christopher Lambert. I'm a Christopher Lambert guy. I don't care what anybody thinks, but Annihilation Annihilation's terrible. I understand that. It's it not is. a good movie. You're right. I totally agree with that. Um, but this doesn't feel so so there was there was a uh YouTube series of almost ten years ago that was doing episodes that was Mortal Kombat based, and they were like about each character. Mm-hmm. And I think if I remember correctly, Ed Boon or Netherrealm were involved a little bit. Oh really? And it was really fucking good. And it has, I, I want to say the main character that plays Scorpion in this, I swear was in that too. This has a lot of like feels of that, and w- which is a little bit more grittier, a little more grounded, some actual stories, some real stuff going on. The thing about Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Legacy, yes, Blanco, thank you, my buddy. There you go. Here's the thing, is that with Mortal Kombat, there's a, lot of, there's a reason why they work well with DC and similarities and sense, and that's because they both recognize... Time is something they can play with, and so are so are like dimensions or layers or whatever of reality. Mortal Kombat has fully full blown into that, and DC has done that for years. So like, you can watch this and it be a separate entity and not be the same as the games, and still feel like Mortal Kombat and still work. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do that with a lot of things because a lot of people gatekeep on the things that they like. But it works with Mortal Kombat. It works with certain DC things when it's written well. Sure, and. and Again, with that hype train that you're you're building with that, like I have aspirations as well too. Is that this is going to be a good? This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about like Cole and some of that stuff, that tattoo. Th- I don't know. Like we all we'll talk about that Jay Hill because I'm definitely curious on what some of that stuff is and who that character could be. That's kind of like I, I'm worried that it's a wedged in character there for the Hollywood production side of it, sure. or, or however it works. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, Mortal Kombat literally is just like. There's a fucking tournament to save Earth and other realms. Fight or die. Like that's it. And and, and don't and, don't and, don't try to overcomplicate things. Right, right, right. right. You know, so it, it's pretty simple at that point. And, and it, does that translate well into a movie? Well, it can. The '95 one did, and it was enjoyable. Um, can they do it with this? Well, clearly, this looks really fucking good from a t- production value standpoint. And the fact that it sucks that we can't go to theaters and we're getting on HBO is still a good. Hey, thing. now you can. It's beginning on the on Friday, the, you can start going to theaters. Man. It's gonna be packed, dude. It's gonna be wild. Come on, man. Whitmer said we can go party. I'm going to the bar Friday night and getting drunk. No, you're so, not, you know. but I am definitely gonna be trying to see Godzilla versus Kong. I know you will. I nah, know you I will. Won't. Oh, the chat is going crazy yeah. with some. So uh, let's. Uh, so yeah. So that that's Jay Hill says. Do you remember Super Mario Bros? Yes, terrible movie. Uh, that's actually you're a liar. You said before the show that was one of your favorite video game uh, movies. No, man. John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins, and then he got uh, Dennis Hopper's King. That movie was trash. Yeah, why'd they even go that route? That movie was terrible. Uh, Double was... Dragon, also not good, too, for that. Uh, no, and now, here's the thing, man. Street Fighter, it's interesting because it was trash, but the reason, the only reason I liked that is Raul Julia. That was his last movie. Street Fighter was a very, very shit video game movie but unlike a lot of the other ones that one is watchable i do believe it is watchable 
I'm not saying it's great. I'm not mm-hmm. even saying it's good. You're definitely right about Raw there. He he definitely stole the show in that. But Jean Claude was guile, and it just kind of like the movie worked in the scope that it worked, especially for the time frame. It, it it's nothing that you need to like say. Hey, it's great, but. Um and some people you know half ass beer some people actually like that Doom movie with the Rock I actually you know I do it's it's the Rock and um what's my it man's gets a lot name of hate. what's my man's name the other dude is a big actor um he's not Carl Urban Carl, Urban, Carl right? Urban's in this yep, right he's yeah, in that. yeah. and so is that. uh Rosamund Pike uh, she's his oh, sister oh yeah it, it, you know the Doom movie was it was I, I thought it was okay but once it went into first I hope person so, Jay. mode that's a good idea once it went into first person mode and you had the and the chainsaw I was like okay this is fun that was a good homage that, was, that cool. was a cool homage that man. was cool that was cool I was like I was I was like I was on board for this yeah, Detective so. Pikachu is actually really dope I thought that uh Raul Blanco says Raul Julia was the best part of all video games uh, Raul Julia you guys I know it, 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 Adam's family is 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 a hit with everybody but man Raul Julia is just seriously one of the best like character actors of all time. Mm-hmm. He was incredible as Gomez Adams. Absolutely. Absolutely incredible as Gomez Adams. And it's a damn fucking shame that his final one of his final movies was Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. He won a Golden Globe uh posthumously. Oh wow. <laughs> Butchered that shortly after he died. Uh he won a he won a for a TV um I think it was like a TV miniseries on HBO. I can't remember the name of it, uh, but he won an award. He was an incredibly, um, incredibly talented actor. Like, he was amazing. And <laughs> for him to be stuck in something like Street Fighter at the end of his career was super disappointing. But, man, as Gomez Adams, just incredible, man. You could see the guy's talent. He was awesome. And you're right. And and it, that's a good point. Ming-Na Wen played uh, Chun-Li, right? Yeah, that was uh, she was awesome in that role. I believe it was. Uh... A Dark Player M said, uh, worst video game movie is Alone in the Dark. Is that the one with Christian Slater? Player. Is that the one? With, I think that's the one with the Christian Slater. <laughs> I think I watched that for about ten minutes, maybe twenty minutes. I was like, "This is fucking trash, dude." Yep, Kelly Minogue was Cammy. Yeah, I was. I'm pretty sure Christian Slater was in Alone in the Dark, and it is fucking. I think that's a Yui Bull movie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's. Uh, it, it was fucking horrible. Sure it was is. really, really, really bad. It was really bad. But no, I have a lot of ex- high expectations for this movie. I thought the trailer was dope. I'm excited. The music was great. It looked good. Uh, the actors looked like they were they were into their characters. They were committed to them. I don't need this to be a you know an Oscar winning story. Yeah, you're I not, need yeah. it to be fucking badass, yeah. violent as hell, cool looking. That's all I need from it. You know, that's all you need. I thought it looked pretty dope. I'm really excited for this. April sixteenth. HBO Max and in theaters. We will be talking about that. We'll, we'll, we have a lot to talk about in, in the next couple of weeks. We have some movies that are going to be dropping on HBO Max. We've got the Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut. We've got Godzilla. We've oh, got uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, we got Cosmic Sin coming out next Friday. Is that is the Bruce Willis? Uh, That's movie? right. Cosmic Sin is next next what, next Woo. Friday night. So we have a lot of movies. Yeah, this is crash. like. You know, that's where Banter and Babble, I'm really excited about the movie aspect of it because now that some theaters are going to start opening up and movies are going to, like, these publishers, like, these studios are like, we got to get these movies out. we got to get these movies mm-hmm. out, whether it's on streaming services or whatever. These movies, yep, Coming to America 2, we'll actually be watching that this week and we'll be talking about that next week. I'm a little concerned with it. I love everybody involved. I was not impressed with the with the trailer. I... Coming to America, the first one, is one of the, the greatest comedies of all time, in my opinion. It is fucking that good. I didn't think we needed a sequel to it. 
But here we are, 30-some-odd years later, we're getting a sequel. The first trailer did not do anything for me. The first movie, if they can't even come close to it, I'm going to say it's a disappointment. That, that's, that's just the way it is. When you make a movie like Coming to America, which was fucking incredible. Maybe tricky. I'm saying I'm keeping the optimism. Maybe a surprising Bill and Ted. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted was better than I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of It was a cool. great movie, but it was... It was entertaining. It was cool. Yeah, was like, we didn't cool waste our time. Guys. Yeah. But, like, that trailer, in my opinion, I'm sure everyone's different, that trailer for Coming to America 2 was not good. It right. wasn't good. I watched it, I was like, okay, I love all these characters, but a lot of the scenes, it was like, these are cringy. Well, a go- the good news is is that they're doing a sequel to Boomerang, so you'll hopefully get something. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Give me some more Boomerang. During the dark days of Eddie Murphy, was, his movies weren't too Not good. A great Boomerang movie. was trash. The only part that was good was um, the dad from Friday. Oh, yeah. When he's sitting there going, he goes, Jonathan you, know what? you know what? You're a pussy whip. You gotta yeah. flip it around. You gotta whip that pussy. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> That's yeah, you're right. That was very Witherspoon in that. Yeah, too. yeah, I absolutely love that part. No, you, you, you got to be pussy whip. You got to turn around, whip that pussy, bang, bang, bang. Loved it, John God, Witherspoon. Uh, right, absolutely Pete. incredible. What a genius! In this absolutely family. incredible. But um, no, April 16th, we'll be April watching 16th? uh Mortal Kombat. We're good right. to go. Does that mean we're moving on? We're moving on. Sweet. Go to the bathroom again. Fucking God. All right, guys, we have two more topics. They're good topics. Stick around. We'll have a winner here. Oh, let's, let's take it. Let's giveaway. take a, let's take a look at the. To, you the, might have to tough it out, little no, man. No, I can handle you. Got you have time. 11 minutes. Oh, that's going to. Yeah, you might want to wait. 11 Just minutes. Kidding. All right. I'll be right back. One more fucking pee break. Sorry, guys. Here I, we go. You broke the seal. You're a joke. All right. Now. <laughs> I want a puppy pad. No. <laughs> I need to get him a puppy pad. All right, moving on to our next topic. We got some gaming news we want to talk about, and it's interesting stuff because we're fans of VR here. We are. Sony last week said, "Hey, we're uh, we're doubling down. We're doubling down on PlayStation VR." And they announced the first details of PSVR. We're going to call it 2.0 right now. And to uh, to accompany that, they had a huge release today of VR news. Uh, games that are coming to PlayStation VR this year, games that look dope. We got Doom 3 right here on the screen. That's coming in VR with all of its uh, DLC going to be available. That mar- lo- uh, launches at the end of the month, March 29th. Super exciting stuff for VR. So, obviously, Sony is doubling down on VR. You and I are big fans of VR. We've, yeah. we've, we've played PlayStation VR. we played Oculus Quest 2. We understand the value of VR, and we enjoy the, 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 uh, the immersive experience. The future. But um, want to talk a little bit about what we know about PlayStation's next VR headset, which is not going to be out in 2021. This is sounding like it's going to be a 2022 product, which I'm fine with, especially if there's a new Switch possibly coming at the end of the year. I don't want to have to buy a new headset. Uh, but uh, there are a couple of things that were, that we took away from the post that they put on the body. We didn't see any pictures of the headset. We didn't get a whole lot of details, but there were two things that really kind of stood out to us. First of all, this uh, headset, it will connect to the PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup. Now, having played Oculus Quest, having the wireless freedom of the headset, we know how nice it is to not have a cord attached. Correct. We know it's nice to be able to set up your boundaries with your controller. Here's my area. And just playing freely without having to worry about a wired trip over. Correct. You and I both appreciate it. I'm sure a lot of the viewers who have the Quest, they appreciate that as well. It's that freedom. 
But here's the thing about the Oculus Quest. The games look great. Don't get me wrong. They're fun. They're immersive. They're great. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play something like Half-Life or something higher-end stuff, you have to have a cable connected to your Quest, your PC. Because all the processing can't do like what you want to do here. The Quest is there to allow you – like it's kind of like walking in at the base level of a building. It's, 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 it's the ground level mm-hmm. of, to VR gaming. Get in here. Have a lot of fun. Have a good time. In the carport. And, and, dude, don't get me wrong. Panic says he loves his quest. I yeah, am too. not devaluing yeah. the quest. It is a Love fantastic it. fucking piece of equipment. <laughs> Love the quest. It's a great headset. You play it a lot. It's, a, it's, it's an amazing headset that allows you a lot of freedom. That being said, there's a limit to it. You can't sit there and jam 10 GPU or 10 teraflops into a headset and expect it to cost, what was it, $299? One ninety nine, two ninety nine, three ninety nine, two ninety nine, three ninety nine. You can't expect it at that price, which is why they're like, "Hey, you can buy this eighty dollar cord, plug it into your PC, and now you can get that high end experience." Right. So, PS four at that time was a four teraflop system. PS five is ten teraflop. Mm-hmm. It's a beefier system. There's a whole lot more to it, and because console gaming is all about access, uh, accessibility, and, 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 and entry, low entry to get into it and experience stuff. Right. Sony can't kick out a headset with 10 teraflops of power to have it connect wirelessly to the PS5. They can't do it because the price would be through the fucking roof. Correct. And anybody with the PS5 isn't going to want to shout another $500 for a fucking headset for, to be honest, VR hasn't quite taken off yet. It's appreciative. It's really, really good from what we've played, but it's not, it can't quite justify that cost yet. Maybe not, but I will actually counterpoint with that pretty seriously. Bring it, Daddy. So you may or may not have seen me on Twitter talking about this recently. Somebody made a comment about- Have you muted? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Somebody made a comment that a couple people shared that uh, the PSVR sales were equivalent to the iToy on the PS3. Not the same. Correct. Because we got to- First of all, we're comparing- Apples and oranges. Literally nowhere near the same Correct. in terms of pricing. We are also forgetting the fact that the PSVR not only was normally a $350 piece of equipment if you went for the full bundle with all the pieces, that didn't come out till two or three years after the PlayStation 4 was released, mm-hmm. right? So it equates to X amount of percentage of sales versus the console sales. The fact that they sold 2.5 million at least units on a on top of a $300 or more $400 when it first came out system mm-hmm. at $350 price point is nothing to turn your back on. That's a pretty big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. People wanting to try to like devaluize that, but the the reality is is you you were already behind on console sales by the time the PSVR came out. Right. And it's a still a niche crowd, and not everybody has the kind of expenditures to just say, I'm going to spend almost double and have two pieces of big hardware. Right. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. Now, they, they've they not only done a great job of supporting it and continuing to, clearly, but what people forget is that this is the future of gaming. I don't care who you are. VR gaming, we saw it in Judge Dredd. We saw it in all kinds of different movies in the past. Well, not Judge Dredd. Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, me. baby. Excuse me. Um, VR is going to be the future. It clearly has always been the future in some way. You can look back at the Power Glove in some way and say, well, that was the inspiration for what the Wii was. Now oh, these the things were ahead of their time. Man. Right, right. Nintendo back in the day was way ahead of time. It's virtual Game Boy, which burned people's retinas. Yep. Now we are at the point where we're at <laughs> fucking 
real VR. Yep. People that do that are just doing sour grapes because their choice or counsel doesn't have it or they don't have the money to buy it. I respect the honesty where like, I don't have the money, I don't understand or whatever. What I don't respect is when people devalueize that shit just because they can't reach that fucking branch. Mm-hmm. I it sucks. It, it, I get it, but we don't. Just because you can't enjoy something, don't mean you got to shit in it. Oh, dude! The it, minute somebody tells me VR is overrated, and they tell me they haven't played it, the conversation's over. Right, because if you have, if you, <laughs> I have no, I have right, no interest right, in your opinion right. on something you haven't tried. There are guys in certain communities that go out there, and people I see, and I see their Twitter stuff, I see what they're doing. You know, something that we've talked about from time to time. There are people out there that wanna that that want to uh, uh, shit on. PSVR in some way. Well, listen, if you've not played it, you don't know. If you don't like it, that's fine. That's just your opinion. If you've played it and you don't like it, I will respect your opinion. Right. I know it fucks with people. I played Arizona Sunshine and threw up. I know (laughs) it's not going to work with people. Exactly, right. But if you're devaluizing it because you you don't have it on the platform of your choice or you don't have the expenditures for it, that's kind of fucking dumb. Petty. It's very petty. It's very Tom Petty at that, too. It's very, no, very don't, petty. Don't talk about Tom Petty. It's, it's a fucking movie quote, man. Movie quote. Stop. Tom Petty is awesome. Tom Petty is awesome. R.I.P. <laughs> and the Heartbreakers. But I, I'm just so sick and tired of people who, who, who are, are just, just generally want to be petty about and shit on things like that when this is something that's definitely going to be something you're going to see for the future. It's not going away. And honestly, guess what's better than zero? The number one. So if you sell 10 units of PSVR at 350, yeah, it might not be successful, but it's 10 more than selling zero. Mm-hmm. And the the point is that I'm trying to make here is that again, trying to get somebody to buy a three or $400 console and then spend another three or $400 on a, that's, fucking tough. V- that's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. Unless you're a believer in the, in the unless, cause you know, most of your audience at first are going to be, be the people that want to adopt it and they believe in it. They understand the the potential of VR, and then they rely on the word of mouth of people like you and I, for example. Like we don't we don't see a dime from Sony, but I'll fucking I'll scream to the heavens about VR. I fucking love VR, even with the bad experiences like Arizona Sunshine, where I seriously threw up afterwards. Right. But I, dude, the fact that I can throw on a headset, oh shit, we got a winner, we got a winner, Carrie Angel, you are the winner. Please hit exclamation. I'm fucking drunk. Exclamation point claim. If you're in the chat, you have one minute. You are the winner. Exclamation point claim. Exclamation point claim. Carrie, get it, girl. Yeah. Woo. Congratulations. We got ourselves another winner. Uh, You, I don't know if you're in our Discord or have us on Twitter. Uh, You can reach out to either of us. Banter and Babble, our Discord. Uh, Link to Discord if you want to. That way we can uh, get... a chance to communicate with you and get you your win. Congratulations to both our winners tonight. Yes. Kyrie, whoever won first. Who won first? Uh, J- JG. Um, JG release, yeah. JG release, there you I've go. I've had one too many drinks tonight. And yes. Yeah, we so, still have WandaVision to get to. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> let's, let, let, let's wind it down. So for, for me at the end of the day, I know you've got more you want to talk about. I just want to say that at the end of the day, hey, appreciate that subscription. Thank you, Thank everybody. You, Dark Player. Appreciate you, bro. Um, at the end of the day, um, Anybody that's poo-pooing on PSVR either hasn't played it, don't care about it, or might not be able to afford it, listen, until you've played it, you don't realize how good it is. Stop shitting on it just because you don't care about it or don't have access. It's literally going to be the future of gaming. And again, 
six hundred dollars to have a PSVR and a PlayStation. That's a lot of fucking money. It is. It's tough. So, but now here's the other interesting thing. Now we talk about the fact that it's gonna be connected to a wire. I'm okay with this. I can adjust right. to that. But here's the thing that really has me excited. Down at the bottom, the second paragraph, our new VR controller, which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense controller, ooh, ooh, ooh. along with a focus on great ergonomics. Dude, this is huge. You want to know why this is huge? Why is that huge? Because first of all, the DualSense is a fucking awesome controller. The haptic feedback, the triggers, everything about that haptic controller feedback is, is super amazing. It's very immersive. But the other reason is I don't have to fucking use this anymore. Yeah. PlayStation Move controller, even when it first came out, was dated. Yes, you could do a lot of cool stuff with it, blah, 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 blah. But playing a VR game with one of these things is not ideal. I would rather use the DualShock. Now, the only time I am cool with this looking, this this bulb thing. Is when he's sitting on it. My God. Is when Sony brought this out. Oh, my. PSVR aim. Now, this thing right here is fucking amazing. It launched with Farpoint, which is, is a PlayStation Plus game this month. If you have VR, Farpoint was what introduced the PSVR aim. But then it was um, Fire Team. Pretty dope. Um, uh, what was Bravo. It? Fire, oh, Fire Team Bravo. Bravo. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it was. Fire Team Bravo. There was a Bravo game. Bravo Alpha that was terrible. Your Bravo game. Anyways, there's another game. This is incredibly immersive when you're playing a shooter in, um, in, in PlayStation VR. This is amazing. This is their best peripheral they've made for VR. Absolutely amazing. It's fucking dope as fuck, and they better use that for the next PSVR. So now, oh, they better. But, like, so now we're going from this to something that is going to be more ergonomic, and it's going to have dual sense capabilities. And now today, now keep in mind, companies patent shit all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Today, Sony patented this. This appears to be a new controller. VR lines up with that patent that kind of got leaked last year. This looks very similar to that, very too. Very similar. And you want to know what else that looks like? Looks a lot like this, which is the Oculus Quest controller. And after you and I have both played Oculus Quest, mm-hmm. this thing is fucking dope. This makes games much more immersive. This game, it makes it easier to play certain games, whether they're the first person shooters or third person or whatever. <clears throat> The fact that they have something like this that they're patenting and it's going to have dual sense capabilities, oh boy, that's oh fucking height, dude. Now, look, I would have loved a wireless headset, but if it's a single cord that goes to the PS5 that harnesses the 10 teraflops of that system and it gives me VR experiences with something like this, Sony's making moves. They're doubling down on this shit. They're doubling down on VR. They're not fucking around. They know the potential. You see these mo- the, the the trailers for these games that they la- that, that they released today. Christ, they have an MMO that looked fucking amazing. Zenith, an MMO VR game, an MMO VR game. It looks fucking dope. Yeah, that's I that's mean, exciting. It, Sony is jumping; they're all in on VR, and I'm excited about it. And if you're a, a naysayer and you haven't tried it, I don't want to hear from you. If you played it and you didn't like it, that's one thing. And somebody mentioned earlier. Um, I'm trying to find uh, who it was. Jay Hill gets it. Stop sewing your sex toys. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, oh, uh, Crash, 2187. The first time you try a proper VR setup will blow your fucking mind. 
1,000% agree. I remember I went down to Grand Rapids. A GameStop down in Grand Rapids said, hey, look, they had, they had VR they were trying out. They had a booth. And I went down there because I was visiting my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, there's a GameStop here doing VR. Can we go there? And I went there. And what was the space game that was huge? At the Eve? time? Eve. I sat down, dude, and I tried Eve. I think it was Eve Valkyrie. Is that what it was? Yeah. And when I found I was dude, skeptical. That game's amazing. That's I was still my favorite. Skeptic. I was a huge skeptic. Still my favorite on PSVR. I was, a, I was hope. I knew. I realized the potential, but I was skeptical. Yeah. And, dude, when I sat down and put that on and tried it, right then and there, I was like, sold. Mm-hmm. I see the potential. When you play it for the first, yes, Blanco, sort of online. Uh, when when you played it for the, when I played the first time I played was uh, uh raw data, which was that really sweet PC game it was like iRobot. Yes, blew my fucking mind. Yep, that that was mind blowing for me. And Eve Valkyrie is still my favorite uh, PSVR game to this day. Actually, I played a lot of that shit. A lot so. of good stuff from this yeah. the, from this news from PlayStation. Obviously, we're not going to see anything until 2022. We won't see a system until then. I'd be, I, I, it's probably going to be like a December. Like, hey, here's what we've been working right. on. They just said, hey, look, we're we're doubling down. That's what this post was. We're doubling down. We're in on it. And today, they talked about all these games that are releasing for PlayStation VR this year. They're in, dude. They're all in, and these games look fucking amazing. And as these developers get a better understanding of the hardware. And the and the system and how they can make the most of it, you're just going to see that medium grow and evolve more and more. And it's been hard to find PSVR headsets for the last year because, like everything else in electronics, they haven't been able to make them. Production has been really short and hard to do. So, you know, there hasn't been a lot of VR talk out of their camp because they were focused on PS5. They haven't had the ability to do as well. Now is the time to talk about it. Now is the time to get ready because within the next year and a half. You're going to get upgraded. So, And see, Josh said, uh, I, I think I would get sick. I get bad motion sickness, so I don't like the simulator rides or amusement parks either. And that's okay. Dude, if, 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 if you have an issue with motion sickness, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. There's been some games I've played on VR where I take off the headset, and it's not just because I'm fat, but I am sweating through my shirt. Or in the case of Arizona Sunshine, I seriously took the headset off, went upstairs, and threw up. It's all about how optimized the game is. If it's hitting that 120 frames per each eye and it's smooth, you're okay. Or if you, But here's the thing also, Josh. A lot of these VR games have so many accessibility settings, changing how you turn, mm-hmm. whether it's a smooth or if you want to move at quarters at a time or three quarters, however you want to move around, different angles. Like There's a lot of ways to play these games to make it easier for you. But, yeah, there's going to be some folks who put a headset on, go in and play it, and they're like, this is not for me. I'm cool That's with fine. that. I'll tell you what, what, what really like as somebody played PSVR when I went to Disney last year in Disney Springs and went into the void with uh, seven dungeons Draston and we put on the chest plate and the helmet and walked into a rogue one setting and you were getting shot at by stormtroopers and you felt it on your chest. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me VR is in the future and you want to fucking, fucking undercut that shit because I'm telling you it's coming eventually. It's and dope. you know what? You know what tone? What's that mean? You know what tone? What's that? I'm feeling I'm feeling generous tonight. We only got how time is it? Well, we have WandaVision, so I'm gonna put fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. We are doing a third a third giveaway. A third a giveaway, giveaway tonight. Oh my god. Because you guys and gals were hanging out all night, putting up with our bullshit, and we bailed on you I last think week. We are doing fair. a third giveaway starting right now. You're gonna have fifteen minutes. Wow, you are really a 15 sweet, minutes starting now. Sweet old man. Let's go. Exclamation point enter. For those of you that have been hanging out all night, chatting with us, appreciate you. Exclamation point enter. Get in here now. $20 gift card. 
whether it's PSN, Xbox, eShop, what the fuck yeah. My underwear. We love you guys. You guys are amazing. All right, Tone. Let's move on to the Finally, main topic. I know Crash is the over there drooling, too. The one got three drinks deep. Yeah, this ought to be great. Four drinks, considering the pre-drink. Let's right. talk. Well, well, we were. Some fucking WandaVision. Now, we have a lot to cover. We're not going to hit up on everything because everybody in here should probably have watched five, six, or six, seven, and eight mm-hmm. at th- by this point. This, dude, this show has generated so much buzz. It's, and now we're moving in. <laughs> this Friday is the final episode. I don't want it to be true. Of WandaVision. Don't do that to me. The final episode of WandaVision. We have a lot to unpack, but I'm going to go to you first. Oh, Because no. you are the MCU god. Talk about what we've seen so far. Tell me what the fuck is going to happen this week. Yeah, <laughs> That's the <laughs> ultimate fucking question. I don't know if I can answer that. Um, So when, when was the last time that we – what was the – let's see. Uh, The last time we, we did a show was uh, the Pietro uh, reveal at the end. At the end. Okay. Yep. So that following episode was when they did the Halloween episode, which was the one that a lot of us had anticipated because we knew that they were going to dress up as their comic book counterparts. Comic book counterparts, So you got to see Vision and Wanda dress up. It was pretty fucking entertaining. Um, While the episode was fun, there was a lot going on with the the boys and stuff like that because in that episode you saw the boys really kind of start, besides just getting big, kind of grow into their identities and their powers as well too because – um, it is well known also in, in the comics that they become some form of like hero or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they start realizing something's going different. They're, they're, they're kind of waking up to the realization that there's something going on with Wanda because you remember the episode before, I believe it was when she tried to put them to sleep. Yep. They did. Or maybe it was two episodes before that. They, they, they couldn't, uh, uh, she couldn't control them. And yes, Wicked and Speed. Um, but during this episode, we got more Pietro, which mm-hmm. is still a swerve on us because it was uh, uh, Evan Some of Peters. his mannerisms were a little off. A lot of things. And he was doing some questioning that you were kind of curious about. Like, a lot of hints were there to the, some of the lead-up. Um, that's a... That, that Jay Hill, that's funny that you bring that up because that was one of the bigger articles I read today, actually, as well, too, and I wasn't even going to bring that? it up. Um, well, he says the biggest question is... Is White Vision going to be James Spader as Ultron? James Spader. If they, if that's the case, it better be James Spader. Well, because because that's kind of some of the stuff. I like to, not to get too far ahead, but that is definitely something that was making some headlines today that I was reading as well too in some of the nerd corners. Mm. So that Halloween episode was great because it 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 was more of the puppeteer pulling some strings trying to get out of uh, Wanda what was really going on, even mm. though we all kind of know what's going on. Um, that version of Pietro kind of asked some of the questions, even said, what about your dead husband? And kind of got that part was getting, fucked up when get, he was like, what about your dead? I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, started, started, getting, started getting a little meta on some of that stuff, which is great. But the show, the writing in the show has been so phenomenal. It's been yep. so good. Um, in, in this time frame, we start seeing uh, Monica Rambo. She's, she's determined to get back in there and yep. figure out and pull Wanda out because she believes that Wanda is kind of, being puppeteered again, she right. she's not in full control, and we find she out Wanda's a victim in this. In, in, kind of, she's way. she's kind of a victim, and, and we're kind of we we're starting to see that now as well too. So, um, that was a really sweet episode. Uh, I thought that was really fun. The 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 following episode, however, was probably one of my favorites this season. The the Modern Family take the Modern Family take <laughs> where you know after after the last episode, you know some crazy shit happened. Um, uh, 
Vision tried to bust out of yep. uh, Westview. Uh, pull back in. Pull back in. Um, uh, Wanda stepped out and became Wanda again instead with of the just, accent. With the yep, with her um, Sokovian accent, and it was kind of showcasing the the kind of the split what's going on with her, like mm-hmm. where she is and what's going on. Um, that episode was really fun because it starts out with her like being basically like. You can tell she's losing control, but she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah. like, everything's fine. She's starting to doubt herself. Right. And the time. kids are like, hey, is she okay? Or like, what's going on? And like, <laughs> even Vision was at work. She doesn't even know where he's at. She's like, he just doesn't want to be here. And that's fine. Which was also kind of meta. Um, and no, we didn't. Not yet. Half-assed. We're getting there. I know. He's excited about it. He's, yeah, he's he really excited about, about it. Dennis, um, yeah? Yes. Yes. It, yes. We're all excited about it. Um. Because it did, it, 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 it Darcy got pulled into the show yep. and became a cast member as well too. And yes, outside in this episode, they're at a circus. She's a member of the circus. Apparently, supposed to be the bearded lady, <laughs> but Thick Dennings um, is is just a bystander. And Vision recognizes her from outside. Right. Um, this version of Vision and and, and what's happening continuing the show is that Vision, regardless if he's an, a figment of Wanda's imagination, recreated. He still maintains who he is and was, so he's able to uh, more or less progress and figure things out. And that's not exactly what Wanda wants to happen. Um, so that was a great episode because it gets very fourth wall breaky, mm-hmm. and but within the show, kind of, it's like a show within a show breaking fourth wall, which is very entertaining as fuck. That for vision me. part with the because I t- keep telling you, I've talked about it all night. That part where he's getting interviewed outside the truck. And he's like, he's talking. He's got his legs crossed. He's chilling. Why am I he's doing like, this? Why am I? He, wait, why am I talking? He gets up. He's and he swats a fucking boom mic out of the way. It was so fucking <laughs> hilarious. That part just fucking stands out to me. But they're trying to drive to get to Wanda, and like Wanda is subconsciously blocking him off from getting there because he's figuring shit out. And you know, they're like, it's basically, you know, like when a, when the duck walks across with its ducklings, right? He can't stop sign. He can't go forward. Construction guys are coming out. There's class it's red light or whatever you know they're trying to figure out they're trying to get to wanda because they know something's up right he he, he wakes up uh darcy with his little magic touch and they're trying to figure out what's going on she's explaining him kind of what's going on he's starting to clue in mm-hmm. and at the end of the episode we finally get the big big reveal of who the true baddie is yep. and well, at least who yeah at this and if point. you yes and if you have not seen it yet if you've not seen wandavision the last couple of episodes spoiler alert as course when we talk about the stuff be careful um the, the the show takes place about three weeks three four weeks after endgame yes what up nug what up nug um so we get to the end and we find out who the real reveal is because wanda's figuring out like more is going on i gotta figure this out how we do on time we're good seven okay. minutes so uh you find out who the real villain is i'm not gonna say the name just in case you haven't seen it but if you know you've seen it it's everything that it's we a, thought. A lot of people have speculated. It. Nug was a big one too. Yep. Um, we've talked about it. Um, we know who the villain is, but the one question the remains: I mean, yeah. Is it layered? Is is this character the real villain, or is this the puppeteering villain being puppeteered by a bigger villain? Right. Which we don't know. So uh, that last episode, last week's, was really more of a. Now let's flash back and pull back and reveal more and see yep. what's going on. See so you find out. What was going on with Wanda it's, it's after Endgame? It's definitely a, a place setter. Yep, place yep. Episode. Wa- Wanda, um, you know, she was looking for Vision, kind of backtracks what was going on, how she kind of got to Westview, what yep. happened, what prodded her, 
who really bought that house is the remainder that's, question of that, That's too. the big question. That's a big question because, ironically enough, she's next to the fucking Yeah, but let's buy the house, house next to uh, the fucking witch house. Right, or, like, next to a portal house. This was, yeah, this was definitely This is up. definitely, yep, yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. So we're going into this coming week with a lot of well, a finale, like, First of all, it better be an hour long. That's that's the first D- thing. Dude, there's that. no way this thing is less let's, than an hour. It has to be an throw, hour. Yeah, let's throw that out. So, because this is it. This is it for one of his. Right. right is now. is Rabbit the Sun? Name is Scratch. Uh, that is definitely hypothesized. Also, also uh, wondered if it's Ralph, but Scratch was also technically the name of yes, her son. Um, a lot of guys out here that read the comics, there's a lot of stuff that wink at the comics, but as we know with the MCU, the winks don't always mean it, fr- it turns to fruition that it's straight from the comic lore as well either. So That's I hope so. Of, that's the beauty that of it too. Kind of, yeah. And, and honestly, they've done really well. The whole the whole Agatha line, everything's going on, a lot of that stuff that's come apart has, has definitely been very like based off of and very, you know, pretty close to the, the dot in the I's and crossing the T's. Um, but... Uh, we get a lot last episode, and it also kind of this the seasons. Th- this show is very important, and we, as we've talked before about how it goes into Doctor Strange too, but how it's also a big pillar into the next phase of Marvel and some of the stuff that they're doing. This show is a lot bigger than what I think. It's we a understand. lot bigger. I think we'll find out this week, right? And it's very entertaining how they've done it in the scope of a TV show. It's a very unique way to do it. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people have said, like the writer, even the director, and those guys have said, like you guys were complaining about the first four episodes. You got to just wait because it wait pays off. for it, yeah, because yeah. it pays off. You know, just just kind of let it see where it's going. Um, you get to see one. You get to backtrack into stuff that you see with Age of Ultron that you get background story on that you didn't know. And the exciting part about that was that Age of Ultron after last Friday's episode was trending because people were like. Maybe we were too harsh in Age of Ultron. Right. I have been nonstop the rarity and I actually liked Age of Ultron. My only criticism has always been not that James Spader was Ultron, just that Ultron was too much James Spader and it mm. wasn't enough Ultron. He didn't he wasn't didn't sound robotic enough. They just let James Spader be James Spader. Right. And that the, was the, the, the head cock, Which isn't a bad thing, but Well, but the head cock, it was too much James Spader. Like all I could hear and see was James Spader. Like he needed to be robotic a little bit more. Right, right. Um, but that that's just a small little whatever. I actually really liked Age of Ultron, and it's it's been revisited by a lot of people and saying, you know, we kind of hated on that more because this show kind of like gave us that background into it and it made us appreciate it more. So that that's pretty awesome. Um, this next this this finale needs to really stick the payoff, and I got a feeling it's going to. It's been, it's been right. really great. The show we need to figure out if the main villain is the main villain or if there's somebody bigger. Right. At the end of last episode. We saw the actual synthesoid version of, and this was very exciting. It's huge. You got to see the white version of Vision straight from the version of Vision, straight yeah. from the comics, in kind of the same scenario. Like that's how he was reprogrammed and dealt with as as uh, the the government made him after he whatever you know like rebooted him or whatever, and he is now that version of Vision. Are so we gonna see that Vision battle the other Vision? That's what everybody is guessing. So, and that's why everybody go. We go back full circle to uh, not long ago when somebody said Paul Bettany in a interview said, "I finally get to work with somebody I've always wanted to work with." Himself, is that that or James Spader? Because Ooh. he did work with James Spader, but but he already kind of worked with James Spader. 
That's true too in, in Ultron. But is he? But it, so so that's why I'm wondering: is it really going to be James Spader, or is is is, is it himself? So it's kind of kind of uh, an interesting. Thing. That, so some that's smoke and mirrors. And, and, that's and some and smoke Paul and mirrors. Brilliant, dude. Well, you know, and a lot of people are looking at this like not to get too far astray, but a lot of people are starting to step back. Myself, well, I'll first of all, say that Elizabeth Olsen, she got some acting chops because she fits into sitcom, old school sitcom. Like she ranges very well. I'm I very tell you right impressed. Now, if the Golden Globes come out next year and she is not nominated, I'm I'm going to be pissed. She is beyond talent. Dude, the MCU Disney is very fortunate to have somebody with this much capability. She's got range. We saw this. We saw this a little bit in Godzilla. I thought she was she was one of the more compelling characters yes. in Godzilla. I was like, man, this girl is actually a pretty good actress. Yes. You know, I, I see Olsen. I think Olsen twins. I'm like, oh my god. But then you go in and you're like, she's actually really good in this movie. She is. Fun. She was an awesome in all the Marvel mo- in all the the Avenger movies. She's fucking incredible. Her range in this, show. in this movie is very, very Absolutely fucking amazing. Absolutely agree with you, 100%. And, and Paul Bettany has always been somebody that I have a soft spot for. I've I've loved him for many. Uh, a Knight's Tale is the first movie I was introduced <laughs> to him. Uh, Legion didn't get enough love. Legion. Le- Legion didn't get enough love. But um, how are we looking at? It? We still good? Okay, a minute and a half. So uh, um, and so last last things last here on this um. With with the reveal of this white vision, is, is it going to be a v, vision versus v, yeah, v, vision v vision? Yeah, I know. Yeah, take the beer away. Come on, dude. Anyway, <laughs> just a little more. Try that again, buddy. One more sip, buddy. Legion, <laughs> yeah, vision ver, vision v. What is it? Jesus, vision versus vision. Thank you. I was v trying versus to say, v. v. V versus V. There you go. V V V. V V V. There you go. Thank you. That's to you. Unbelievable. Um, um, I I I really honestly. Here's what I'm going to say. I have no idea how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. I don't have any and that's speculation. that's the beauty of it. And that that's is the, the beauty, beauty of it. It's like a reverse House of M. Yep. It could go anywhere. This is a big link. I think we're going to see the bigger fucking piece of that fucking dessert tray show up when we get to Doctor Strange 2, which, by the way, rumors are Bruce Campbell's going to make a cameo, which is what we all want. Uh, could it be shit. Ash Williams? That's the Sam Raimi Probably joint, not. Right? So you know Bruce Campbell's involved. Bruce Campbell's involved. So that's exciting. So we, I have no idea what's going to be this Friday, so I can't wait next week. Talk about that finale that's coming up in only two and a half days. That's going to be wild. I'm, and the thing is, man, like Friday, I have a, I have to go out to dinner. Uh, we're picking up dinner, going to the in-laws, my brother-in-law's. That's in awesome. I didn't out, ask at all. Going to the bar to get shit-faced Friday night. So I got to fucking avoid social media like crazy oh. Saturday until Wait, what Saturday time do you night. wake up on Friday? I wake up like I wake up and I go right to work. I got to take Anderson to the daycare. And I'm, oh, well, we will. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Here we I'm go. Exclamation point enter. Get in really quick. This is the bonus giveaway. $20 gift card of your choice. PSN, Xbox Live, each shop. The winner is... Prime Night Zach Dynamite. My man. Zach Dynamite. Exclamation point claim. Go, My Daddy. My man. There we go. Zach go Dynamite. Daddy. Congratulations, go Zach Dynamite. Awesome sauce. I know how to get hold of two of you. We'll get a hold of the other person. We got to get hold of you, Kyrie. Kyrie. Angel. We'll get a hold of you. I will definitely go. If I have to just whisper, if I have to be creepy and whisper to you on Twitch, I'll whisper to you on Twitch. We can do the whisper on Twitch. Thank you. Creepy as fuck. Uh, everything Tone said, I agree 100%. I can't wait for this week's episode. I don't know what to expect, and I love that. That's the one thing I've loved about exciting. this show. I love the fact that it's been mysterious. It's not straightforward. It has me guessing. It has me going to screen crush every day to look at uh, Easter eggs and see what the fuck By the way, his on. Easter egg breakdowns are the best. Amazing. Go to screen crush, you guys. Aaron Ryan. Wait, Ryan Airy. Yep. 
Screen Crush. Go to Screen Crush. They have he has amazing videos that break everything down. Crash. I agree with that. Strange is 100% going to show up. I that's I got a feeling that Doctor Strange is going to show oh, up on Friday. On fr- Doctor Strange? I think Woo! it would be per- I think it would be perfect. That'd be pretty dope. I'd be down with that. Um but I'm going to move into the uh, closing here cuz I I actually have to go pee. <laughs> I don't have a cutscene because I make it till the fucking end of the show. Well, well, we were. But uh, guys and gals, this was an awesome show. I'm glad we were finally able to get a show in. Uh, congratulations to all of our winners. We will reach out to you. We will get you your codes, system of your choice, whether it's Xbox, PSN, eShop. Chrono says servers are back up. Valheim server. Well, he's not going to bed when he gets home. I'm going to bed right now unless I fire up Yakuza like a dragon so next week tone we will be talking about obviously wandavision we'll be talking about we're gonna watch two movies this weekend if you want to be a part of the discussion coming to america too and walking or chaos walking with uh, tom, tom holland, holland daisy ridley mads mickelson everybody it's a strong show those are the two movies we're going to be watching this weekend we'll be talking about next week Obviously, WandaVision. I'm sure we'll be talking about some of the games that we're playing. Uh, we'll figure out what else. Just keep an eye on social media. Keep an eye on Discord. We'll let Hit you know that Discord link. About. I will get you Hit that Discord, Discord link. Come hang out with us all day in Discord as well, too. And if you do want to play Valheim or are going to play Valheim, yes. join our Discord. we got instructions there. Come hang out with us. Play some Valheim with me and Chrono since we're the only two in there nonstop because we have nothing else better to do but make <laughs> playing stuff but yes thank you everybody coming out tonight it was uh unfortunate that we couldn't do it last week we haven't been here for a few weeks you guys came out with the thunder thanks for the subs follows uh yes, thank thanks you, you from so some of the stream team members coming through tonight as well too it's great to see all of y'all make sure you follow um, all of them too make sure you follow yeah. them i'll have the link in the youtube channel or on the youtube video once this is up yep. on youtube i'll have the link to eat uh equally we got you covered it's gonna yeah, be a yeah. lot of fun come hang out with us in the discord come come just be a part of our Crazy, adult, goofy, mature, out of control life. It's a it's a fun, safe space for us to all just be uh, out of control and middle age. Who knows where we're going with that? I have no idea where we're going. But the point is, thank you everybody for coming through tonight. Am I am I restarting? You're it? fucking rambling. I'm drunk. I'm, I'm going to close this out. Uh, somebody, clo- you yeah, please close this out. I can't handle it. Uh, we need a whole couple of hours for the season finale. <laughs> Uh, you know what? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But I uh, know you guys, gals, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. If you watch this video on YouTube, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Make sure you share it. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. All you have to do is log into iTunes, go to the podcast art, give us a five-star rating. If you're feeling really nice, write out a short why you like the show. That helps us get it to the exposure that we need. But seriously, listen on iTunes, listen on Spotify, share with your friends and family. We appreciate your guys and girls' support so much, and we'll do everything we can to show that, whether it's through giveaways. We'll have giveaways in the Discord for the subs. We appreciate your support. You guys and girls are the reason we do this, and having you here every fucking Wednesday, the only motivation we need. I'm the luckiest boy in the world. I am because I get to sit next to this guy. Lucky. I just drooled beer. Maybe I'm not so lucky. I'm a sloppy bitch tonight. For fanboy Tone. It's me. I'm the dude 79. Been another episode of Banter Babble. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.